right. Remind me, Chewy, what day is it? Tuesday. It's Tuesday. That's right. We took a day off yesterday. All right. Felt good. It's going to feel better, though, getting back in the saddle and doing rock and roll radio. It's Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. We're here for you. That's right. Get you through this wet uh, Tuesday. Let's do today's starting lineup, though. So you know the players taking the field. The man straight ahead, the hardest working man in show business. The man who I spent my evening with last night. We were out at a big world premiere. Because that's what we do. Uh, He's the hardest working man in show business. He's a heavyweight champ in every aspect of his life, ladies and gentlemen. And there are a lot of aspects. Let's run them down. He's a food head. He loves those food trucks, those taco trucks. Mm. He's a shoe head. You'll always see him on the sneakers app trying to get some kind of new drop. Now add actor to his resume, ladies and gentlemen. And you've got the hardest working man in show business, ladies and gentlemen. Our producer, the one, the only, Mr. Chewy El Dorado, right here. Thank you so much. It feels good every time, every single time you do it. And now the man in front of me, the man on top of your ladies, the man here in the studio every single morning doing his thing, giving us his buttery, sultry voice. Oh, yeah. He's a man that's been on screen and recently as last night, a man that's been on stage and a man that's been behind the mic in stadiums. Yeah. In radio studios, in TV studios. He's done it all, and he's not done yet. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob. Thank you. Bob. Second. Thank you. you. What is up with my. Is this my chair? What? I don't know. Did a rolling pack of. Ne'er-do-wells. It could be that wild uh, metal show that Chuck's putting on now as well. I don't know. Midnight. I don't know what's going on. My chair is leaning forward like at 15 degrees. Like, I'm trying to stay in it. I hear they get crazy. How do I? I don't even. You need a lazy boy Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. What can we say? Oh. He is here. Oh, my goodness. Chewie, do you want to do the honors? Matt Beard. <laughs> How do I lock the chair in a position that's not leaning forward? Uh, this, this this whole thing is just broken. Look, I like look, you have to look, put before you leave daily. I have to pump it up. Put a sign that says this chair is broken. Don't sit in it, so no one messes with it. There's a T-shirt holding the back of it together. Should we buy ourselves new chairs? I don't think about it a lot. Well, I think they wouldn't let. It. I don't think they would. Wait a minute. He, there's. I think no they company's going to say you can't bring your own chair. Well, we brought our own hot dog machine in here, and they weren't thrilled about that. That's true. You know what I mean? You can, you can bring a dog to work. Why couldn't you bring a chair? A chair might mess everything up and poop on the floor. Oh, that's all right. I feel like I'm in. I feel like I'm in one of those restaurants where they try to turn the tables quicker, so they cut like a half an inch off the two front legs of the chair to make you just slightly uncomfortable. Right. You don't, you'll never notice, but you're just like, geez, we got to get out of here. See how it's like? But there's no way to lock it. Wait, wait, show me how it is. Tell me how it is. See how it's... Oh, I do. The whole seat has been slid forward. Yeah. 
Oh, well, don't, not not to worry. We'll no, 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 we are going to worry. But see this here? This is what normally would lock it, and look at it. It's just... Are you sure? That's that's not what, what, what it, that controls the seat, is it? Yeah, that's one of the locks. All What's right. the lifespan of a chair? There we go. Have these run their course? There we go. Now I'm too far back. Now I feel like I'm in a Barca lounger. Can right. we request new ones? Wait a minute. Let me get the right angle and... Oh, went forward again. Y'all have had these for 15 years almost. There. All right, much. I'm good now. Thank Not you. Almost. I mean, this is... I've sat in this exact chair, this model, this chair, this exact chair. Um, in fact, next week will be 14 years. Yeah. I remember the old this studio. This one's about 20 years, I think. I interned and it was still the old studio. Yeah. yeah. The L. Did they bring those chairs back in here and for this? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, but that, no, that years. studio didn't have a lot of chairs in it, so I don't know. All right. I think they I think because they enlarged the studio, or at least the setting, when they went from the L to this. Yeah. That I think except this is an L, isn't it? Yeah. More or less. Um I think they just found old chairs from somewhere else in the building and brought them in here because they needed to fill some seats. I'm sure my lumbar appreciates that. Well, what is a lumbar? Lumbar? Mm-hmm. Lum? Lum or lun? Lun. Lower back, isn't it? Something. Is, that what it's, I, is it like a NASA? It stands for something? I thought it was Lower. right next to your haunches. Oh, probably. Yeah, I don't know. That's right there. It's and the haunches, haunches are right above the nalgus, right? Yep. You got to work out your Wait, the, haunches. The haunches? Mm-hmm. Are those the love handles? Shh. Shh. I want people to know. I don't know. That's it's closer to your lumbar. I could go to home. I could sleep right now. Is anyone else suffering? Yeah, because you stayed up last night, and I feel bad that I I didn't go. I literally passed out. You went to have drinks after the premiere last night. Just like for like a half hour, just to be. Oh yeah, your movie premiered last. I forgot about that. Yeah, we had the friends and family. uh, I should have brought one of the posters in to put up in here. It was pretty cool. Well, are we gonna talk about that later in the show? Yeah, we talk about it later, I guess. Okay, good. Good, better. And then we hit the festival circuit this week, Mm Chewy, or next week. Will you and I will be seen in Provo, Utah next week? That'll be that's the first public outing of the uh, the film. So you were good. You look good in there when you were in your all your tactical gear and stuff. You look good too. Mm. As a mob boss from Russia, somewhere you don't know. That's the thing. He's a mystery. Larry's a mystery, hmm. wrapped in an enigma. It's fun being on the big screen. Yeah, we were on. Yeah, we should make it again. Finally, a screen that can fit you. Ah. 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 Oh yeah. Anyone else suffering from Everybody allergies? Is. I think everyone's going to die. I didn't realize it until I started talking to other people and they had the same like symptoms that I was having that I was like, "Oh, okay, I thought I was just dying." And it's not like allergies where I'm like sneezing and coughing or anything. It's just like I've only the only way I can explain it and this is the way I've explained it through the years, is that scene in The Wizard of Oz where they walk through the poppy fields. Right. And they just Fall started getting super tired. It's like, why am I... Because you know me, man. I go like 19 hours a day. 18 hours a day. Complaining. Yeah, most of the day. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I get up and do it again. I don't know why I just thought of Steely Dan right there. Because <laughs> it sounded like Steely head. Dan. Yeah. And then I back Jack, do it again. But it's like, damn, it takes everything just to get through the day. 
I don't know right. what it is in my stomach and everything. It's just like, I guess it's all the drainage. Yeah, I ate a big pop bag of popcorn left. Night. I did too, to just in hope hopes that it would soak up all the and a giant pickle. But I feel like, you know, it's kind of light. You don't really gain a lot of weight eating popcorn, do you? No, it's not good for you. It's not. I thought all that fiber would maybe. I know, but it's all the butter and the, um, what do you call it? Uh, what are those things? The GMOs or the whatever? Ooh, I don't know. But, but that's the stuff that, the GMA, the good, yeah, I don't know. The There's something in the GMOs. Uh, like if you just had air popped popcorn with nothing in it, like bland, Boo. you wouldn't even want to eat it. Like they're like packing pellets. Let's see if I can find it. That would be healthy, but popcorn, microwave popcorn from a bag or in a movie theater, it's like, it's a lot of... They use coconut oil in the theater. They Who just, thought this just pop start popping this stuff? You I know? don't know. The, the the Native Americans. They did. Yeah. Oh, they called it pop maze. <laughs> I don't think the word pop had been invented yet, but they had all that dried out corn, and one day someone threw it on a fire, and voila! And, oh, that, and that's voila! How, and that's how Hollywood began. <laughs> and that's how Hollywood began. I also got the big pickle. Big fan of the big pickle. Yeah. I understand that it's a uh, regional thing. Yeah, I've never had one. They're they're kind of gross. Why? It's a vegetable. The bigger that giant pickle really isn't. In, it's intimidating. I, I I would prefer it was cut into spears. Yeah, and fried. The no, middle tends GMOs. to be a little soggy. You want a giant crunch and a little bit of sour. Mmm. Yeah. Y'all know how to live. You or ever, die. You ever do one of those where they they soak them in Kool Aid? I actually never have. I haven't delved into some of some fat stuff. <laughs> Is that a a pickle dipped in Kool Aid? No, that's a skinny person thing. Well, I mean, they just put the Kool Aid sauce in the pickle jar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The crystals. who did? <laughs> I got it. What did he look like? Probably real skinny. It's probably like a health nut. Probably David Goggins. Yeah. David after Goggins. after a long thirty David mile Goggins. run. Yeah. I think I'll put some Kool Aid in this pickle jar. It's not very good. It doesn't taste right to me. Mm. But maybe it's because my brain knows what a pickle is supposed to taste like. And so then when you take a bite, you're like, why have you Why have you changed? What have you done to me, oh Lord? There's so many weird things of just like, how did they think to start doing that? Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it all comes back to the same thing. That weed gets people to make things, and then it happens. So the weed was barely strong now. I don't remember. I mean... Smoking that nasty swag in 05. 05? What about 73? God, I bet it was just actual grass from the ground. <laughs> it might have been. It might have been what we were smoking in Jester Center back in back in the good old days. Mm. Okay, Bob. That's a UT, that was a UT reference for the youngsters out there. A shout out to everybody at Jester Center. Uh, morning to Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy, right? Yeah. Uh, Doug Benson, speaking of Woo! old swag. Is he Doug, coming in today? He'll be in here at some point this morning. That's yeah. so cool. I can't wait to talk weed. Oh, is it time for Quick Click Boom, where click we it. go through the clickbait so you don't have to? Today, top things you never knew about the Amish. This is truly good clickbait. There's like a ridiculous photo attached. 
and you start clicking through one at a time. Everything uh, I know about the Amish comes from one Harrison Ford movie, and I'm not even sure that was the Amish. Wit- I'm Witness. Know. Witness. That was was that Ridley Scott? That was not Ridley Scott. Who was, was it? it? I think it was a big director did that. Really? One. I want to say it was Ridley Scott or his brother. Were they made a movie? Witness. Oh, Witness. Uh, it makes sense because you know he did Blade Runner. So Lucas was my neighbor for a while here in town. Uh, Amish computers are a thing. Very, it's a common misconception the Amish don't use any technology. Not true. There's something called New Order Amish, which they're Amish people that are huge fans of the band New Order. No, no. it's just their New Order Amish, and they'll use you computers. Had me they'll use computers as long. Okay, ready? It's long. Is it? Helps them in their day to day, like like they don't just surf the net and they don't look at Instagram. Um, Are they connected to the internet? Yeah, some. I guess it's it has to be in service to the work that they do. So if they were like trying to order um, those corn cob pipes, yeah, mm-hmm. or if you're trying to order flat brim hats, yeah, they uh, they'll they can use a computer for that. Except a lot of what they're what's called old order Amish would just pretty much avoid it entirely or there might be one computer for the whole community that's cheating i think that's cheating (laughs) yeah uh there are special amish computers available designed specifically to cater to the needs of an amish family uh computer an amish computer it does the bare minimum. Normal computers can take you to YouTube, let you play games. The Amish computer has no internet, nothing fun. It won't even play music on it. Still better than our computers here, is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine just an abacus or something. They use it for things like inventory spreadsheets, to make receipts and simple business needs, and a, uh, it, it's a... Uh, Think of it as like a fancy, uh, a fancy typewriter. Okay. Except they don't use typewriters. Um, but if they needed to, they could because they put the loophole of if I need to do this. Yeah. So I don't understand. <laughs> um, here's the next one. Uh, the Amish don't have mustaches because it means military service to them. Oh, interesting. A beard is a sign that an Amish man is married. You don't grow a beard unless you're married. You don't wear jewelry. You don't wear a wedding ring. You wear a beard instead, which is... I like that. I know, but it's so hard to just put in your pocket when you go to the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He grows a beard to show that he's a sign that he's a man, and it's a visual tribute to the way that folks looked in biblical times. Uh, That's right, ladies. If you see a man, an Amish man with a beard... Sorry, but you got there too late. Just a mustache does look like a snitch or something. Uh, British soldiers used to be required to have a mustache as part of their uniform. And the Amish wanted nothing to do with war, so that's why they don't grow mustaches. Did you know that? I don't know. I didn't know that. Salute. Um, They will not serve in the military. They keep their upper lips shaved to show they are not military men. Ladies... Mm -hmm. Okay. Not um, against that. The Amish can sidestep driving rules by having Amish taxi drivers. Oh, so they just have someone else that's not Amish drive for them? New Order Amish may have their own truck, but an old order Amish who needs to go do some traveling 
maybe stopping by some large items they can't carry in a wagon. Um, that's where the taxi comes in. Um, they can travel in motorized vehicles. They cannot own them. So uh, the Amish communities will have several taxis that cater specifically to their needs. The taxi drivers are typically paid a per-mile fee plus an hourly rate on top of any time they spend waiting. And this way, the Amish person can go to a hospital. He just pays for the mileage. And um, there you go. Man. Our sins are way different. Yeah. They are, aren't they? (laughs) I'm just trying to think of the things I got to answer for. And then they're just driving a car. (laughs) I hope we don't get the same hell. They're not even driving it. They're just riding in it. Mm-hmm. Here's a, a little-known fact that Amish-run businesses succeed at a far higher rate than non-Amish businesses. So, like, Amish butter, Amish honey. You know, if you go up in uh, Pennsylvania or whatever, in Amish country, they're yeah. always selling, I don't know, woolen, mm-hmm. whatever. There's that group that makes those fireplaces, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, guess what? Uh, those companies, after five years, uh, Amish businesses have a 95% success rate compared Ooh. to um, just below 50% survival rate for the regu- the gen pop out here. Boom, like that. Hey, if I get one of those new Home Depot houses, I want us all to dress Amish and build it. Okay. I'm Why do we have to like, do Amish. a barn raising? Yeah. What, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. It is kind of, they sell like just the frame at Home Depot for like 50K. Okay. Where do I buy the Amish outfit? Where do they sell that? Oh, Goodwill. I'm sure someone said I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> probably happens all the time yeah. down here in the Austin area. You know what? I'm done. Uh, I'm, I'm hanging up Rumspringer for Rammstein. Uh, community tends to stick to small-scale businesses of less than 30 employees. They focus on skills and trades that come naturally to the Amish. and uh, And so it means that there's... Uh, Amish goods are sold nationally and internationally. Some of the Amish businesses are making, are you ready? Don't tell me. Multi-millions of dollars per year. A large portion of the Amish community are millionaires. But what? You can't, like, do anything with it. Yeah, you can. You just hail an Amish taxi all day long. Get on the computer and do your books. You got lots of butter to churn. I don't know. Butter? They don't churn butter? Uh, one of the fastest growing... It's not growing... a pioneer farm, dude. Could have fooled me. You know, not all Amish look the same either. Uh, like the Amish that have moved out into areas like uh, Idaho and Minnesota, mm-hmm. they wear like... Cow- they look way more like cowboy hatty uh, Yellowstone kind of folk. Oh, I like that. Um... The Amish are one of the fastest growing populations in the planet. It factors in that Amish parents will have as many as 12 children. Growth to the community. Uh, Minnesota alone, the Amish population has risen almost 300% in 20 years. When a community reaches 40 families, they splinter to form a new settlement. Research has shown that new settlements start every three weeks in the U.S. Dang. Yeah. Uh, Settlement. In 2012, there were a quarter of a million Amish. Ten years later, there were nearly half a million Amish. Oh, my God. We got to build a wall. (laughs) They're going to be buggies all over the place if we don't do something. 
I'm not hanging my, my chair on a wall. Amish butter is a USA-made small-batch slow-churn butter. You ever had Amish butter, dude? Huh? Have you ever had it? No, I'd love some. It's good. It tastes like it tastes like spreading cheese on something. Yeah, it looks very soft, and I don't know. Grass-fed cows, right? I'm assuming. Only the best. You know what else is soft and supple? You know what else gets spread? Mmm, Amish butter. Uh, last thing I'll give you today. Uh, no, that's it. That's all I'm giving you today. We'll do the next five things that you didn't know about the Amish. But you got to tune in tomorrow. How many secrets do they have? Damn. So many secrets. Secrets the of the Amish. Amish. Uh, it's not a secret. We've been letting you know. And Lloyd, give us 60 seconds while we tell you again. Now, questions for you guys. Talk to me about last night. Oh. Well, you know, we went... Uh, we uh, Southwest Theaters, which I'm thinking about hollering at them and seeing if you can do your screening about a showing. Yeah, yeah. we rented out a, an actual movie theater for this little friends and family of the show. Yeah, don't be coy. A couple. Uh, I mean, was it, what is it, a year ago now that you guys filmed this movie? Right? Oh no, no we it filmed wasn't. it this summer, but it was. So we were supposed to shoot it the February that COVID hit. Right. Okay. I guess that's so. The story. A year before that, I was looking at a script because. Michael Sharon, who won a lot of our, um, remember our film festivals? Yep, I sure he do. won all those. And so he's been making short films ever since. And uh, they just, I want to say they get better and better and better, but th- they started out at a pretty high level for shorts. And he goes around the country and we go to film, they go to film festivals. And I'm going to try to go to a few now because I have a pretty big part in this, this one, Leverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to go to Provo, Utah, though. That's where they're going next week for the first public screening. Of How it. do they raise money to go do all that stuff? I don't know, but it's got to be exhausting. And he wins a lot of best of shows with mm-hmm. uh, with his movies, and I think yeah. I've been in three now. This is the movie where you guys got tattooed. We got tattooed, and I had a scar put on my face, and uh, and uh, you know, God, I was like 25 pounds heavier, and the screen adds 10, so I was. I was kind of dying in the seat last night, just a little bit inside. Really? Yeah. But I guess it was good for the character for me to have that kind of... Heft? Heft? Yeah, he's a mob boss. Yeah. Don't give too much away, but yeah. And... uh, You gotta be a little soprano-ish. Yeah, so they they had a little friends and family thing, and we rented out a theater, and we went and watched it a couple times, because you could, because it was, you know, I think it's 15 minutes, 16 minutes long, or something like that, but... It'll hit the festival circuit next week and for the next probably two years. But I get you a screener. All right. Yeah, do that. Yeah. So you guys, uh, you ate all the snacks, you were saying. We had snacks. We had, you know, I had a half a beer. You brought the whole family. You brought your they family? Had, they had well, ices, and then slushies. Did, did you bring your neighbor as well? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, we brought some friends. And uh, Who were your friends? Uh, Who's we, one of your friends? Who's the friend I'm trying well, to get you to talk about? My wife's friend. I don't I don't interact that much. Why does he do? I don't look, know. Chewy, look at me. I don't, I, I don't know if he's embarrassed. He's on, he knows he's on a talk show, right? Mm-hmm. So why is it whenever I try to talk to him about his life, he suddenly he, he has no words? Are you going to dump something? No, no. Oh, well, yeah. He's going to write something down. Oh, you're going to write something down? I can't, been, I can't talk about this person? He's uh, serving us a cease and desist. You're talking about though, the, the, because of the strike or something that nobody's allowed to go see movies? No, but they, I hear... Uh, you hear what? He's, he literally is going to write me a note. He didn't even spell He's, anything right. I don't mind you saying, you know, like, don't. Okay. 
You don't mind me saying what? Well, no, I don't want... Okay, we'll move on. Uh... <laughs> Well, no, you don't I'm understand. I'm not laughing. I do. You don't I understand do. that? No, I do. Okay. I don't understand it. I might say something, though. Well, when I... I... I know what he's saying. Oh, don't... It's not like... I know. Okay, it's not like they... Your neck of the woods? Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, just... I think it makes him sound richer. He doesn't like that. I think that is what's I'm happening. Not. I think that makes some sense. <laughs> then we all think. Anyway, <laughs> had a good time last night. We I did, thought the we, movie was great. My fight it. scene looked great. Your your fight scene did look good. I can't remember if you won or not, or did you get your ass kicked? I lost. I broke. No, you lost. Oh, I don't want to. I didn't get to fight, and I was kind of. That's the only. That's the only regret I have about this picture is that I don't get to fight. You had a couple it. of good laughs. I get to cower. There were, I mean, I don't know. I'm glad I didn't ruin the film. I feel like I'm just not. Like I, I need to get in the character for a whole week just to shoot thirty seconds. Yeah, Yeah. you had said you were really nervous that you were, you felt like you were going to mess it up. Some when you actually saw yourself, did you get to enjoy it? No, it's very weird, isn't it? Yeah, it was a little weird. Because normally I'll have like three lines, four lines, and something. You know what I mean? And so that's not even enough to to grab a hold of. But this one, I had to think about. I'm just not used to character I, and stuff, and and then watching it back, I feel like I was watching myself in slow motion. So it was like, wow, I'm picking it apart as I'm watching it. But so, y'all know me; I'm not a fan of movies. pictures. How did pictures it, of myself or looking at myself? Like I thought you were great. Like when they introduce you, you have a great presence Thank on you. the screen. I am kind of De Niro-esque. How did, how did I, how do you feel I did? Because I was like, I'm always like... I wanted more, I, I wanted more of you. No, that's just enough. Okay. Because I've been beating up Michael, the director, like for months, just going, are you, sh- you sure you don't want me to come in and do some ADR and redo my voice or redo this or redo that? Because I'm very self-conscious about that stuff. That's probably why I should not even be in show I business. wanted you to really explore the anger and the... I thought I got pretty angry in You it. did, you did, but... So afterward, did you, like after you go to a movie premiere that you're in, right? what do you do, what do, you do afterward? We How do you went, celebrate? We just went and had a drink at a pub. A pub? Mm. There's a pub right next to, uh, it's right next to the common entrance. That shopping center is nothing but pubs and bars. Yeah. Where the common interest is now. We went to a place called, what was it called? Well, there's a pool hall Nosh, next to it. Nosh and Brew? Nosh and, and Bevy? Like an Nosh and Bevy. That was nice. We had... Love the common interest. Shout out. But we weren't there. We were at Nosh and Bevy. Jello shots on me. And so, I don't know what's next. Well, we got to write a Chewy and the Man, so... Yeah. So we can cash in these favors to Michael. <laughs> Get to writing. Can't it's just... hard, man. I, I see the work that he puts in, and, I, and you got to raise money, and you got it's it's hard work yeah. even making a just ask uh, ask AI. I tell the uh, Chat GPT say make me a movie, and and how can I make some money? Can you hood slide? Yeah, still I can still hood. Well, slide. like a good one, like oh man, they're really doing it. Yeah, just make sure I don't have the jeans with the rivets on the back. Those corduroys might not work. Oh, make a great sound. <laughs> <laughs> so you can hood slide. Oh yeah. Can you can you cholo lean? Oh hell yeah, I can gangsta lean. Elbows up. Can you Superman? 
I don't even know what that is. Come on, dude. Yeah, I'll get you a link, man. I think you'll like it. I, I love it's to very see it. clever. It's got a holiday vibe to it. It's got action. It's got laughs. Mm-hmm. It's got a surprise ending. Even though my wife said she knew the ending. It's easy to say after the fact. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to say after the fact. She's lying. Why would she do that? Why can't she just... I don't know. She's analytical like that. I guess so. Uh, mornings with Matt and Bob. Hey, don't we have some giveaways later this morning? Didn't I read We got something? a big announcement at 9 a.m. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. Big announcement, 9 a.m. plus guests and a uh, regular Tuesday fun. Did you know it's been 16 years since Robert Plant has performed Stairway to Heaven? I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's <laughs> Rock and Roll News. Oh, man. How you doing out there? What's happening? Oh, yeah. What day is it? I don't even know. We didn't do a Monday Rock and Roll News. Do we? I got like twice as many headlines today. I've got to blaze through these things because uh, a lot of Rock and Roll News. This is... Kids, this is when the rock and roll news really heats up because everybody's pushing out product for the holiday season. This is the time when it hits. And the weird Christmas albums from rock bands that you never thought would do Christmas albums and all that stuff comes out now in a, in a weird attempt, in a desperate attempt to take all of your money. Uh, rock and roll is really, really heating up. Uh, this story caught my eye. I hadn't realized that Robert Plant, former uh, Austin resident, uh, performed a rare rendition of Stairway to Heaven. Why do I say rare? Because he hasn't performed the song live in front of an audience in uh, many, many years. This article says since like uh, 2007 when uh, they did a brief Led Zeppelin reunion. Robert Plant delivered a rare performance of the Zeppelin song during a charity benefit in Oxfordshire, England. Have you ever been there? Uh-uh. I've been there. Very lovely. They call the fries chips. Very lovely. Yes, they do. Huh. And they call a hood a bonnet. Weirdo. Hood of a car is a bonnet. What do you got under the bonnet? A boonet? Duran uh, Duran's Andy Taylor, who's been battling stage four colon cancer for a while now, has organized the event with proceeds benefiting cancer awareness trusts. Plant's performance included renditions of Thank You and Black Dog, as well as Donovan's Season of the Witch. I'd like to hear that. That's a good song. Do a little of it. Hey, mama, baby, baby, No, that's Black Dog. I was thinking of Season of the Witch. Oh. Hey, yeah. Season of the Witch. No. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, Plant was backed by Taylor and many of the night's performers. And uh, anyway, ever the, the crowd was delighted. Oh, and yes. uh, again, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Been a long, <laughs> long, long <laughs> since he's done uh, that song. So good on Robert for uh, helping out Andy Taylor and that cause. Uh, very cool, very cool, very cool. All right, let's go on with the rock and roll news because, uh, like I said, I got two days worth of headlines. What the hard part is trying to figure out. Did you get? Did you go buy Hackney Diamond? I had it in my hands on Friday. Really? Why didn't? And you? I put it back on the shelf. Wow, you know what's going to happen, don't you? What? They're going to run out. They're going to get angry with you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just can't. It just doesn't grab. I don't know if there's a classic on there. What is it? Sixteen dollars? Twenty-one dollars? No, it's like forty bucks. Damn! Damn! And a lot of guest stars on that, from Gaga to Elton John to Sir Paul to Ringo to uh, 
There's a lot of guest stars on there. You've just gotta, you've just gotta find them. But yeah, their first uh, studio album since what 2005 or something mm-hmm. like that. Hackney Diamonds is out in many formats. You know, you can get a bunch of Major League Baseball cards. No, they have different covers. There's oh. like 50 different covers to this record. Oh, the Hackney Diamonds? Thing? Yeah, and vinyl variations and all that. This is the last hurrah for the Rolling Stone. They're going to cash in while they can. Uh, there's a million different variations. You can get a New York Yankees version of it. Can you get a or Houston Astros one? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, Not every team, but uh, I haven't seen those variations uh my friends over at Piranha only had the black vinyl edition on Friday, but they'll be getting more, more in now. So uh, yeah, so that's going on. The world, the world, you're going to hear nothing but the Rolling Stones uh, going forward, going forward. Uh, let's see what else we've got here in the rock and roll news. Um, the Goo Goo Dolls. I don't know. Do you know any Goo Goo Dolls songs? I don't. If you played one, I'd recognize it. Would you? be like, oh, that's the Google Dolls? They got a new live album out. The band dropped live at the Academy New York City 1995 over the weekend. All right, that was a ways back. Okay. Uh, features two sets of performance for the uh, CMJ Music Conference. Did and they sing that? I found out about you. I'm trying to see which one is about I don't know. You. I know the New York Dolls. I don't know the Google no, Dolls. the Google Dolls are kind of like... Uh, they're like Foo Fighters, aren't they? Were, they? Yeah, no? they were like a s- soft replacements. Mm. Oh. Uh, and I remember that like mid '90s, maybe. Stained announces a 2024 tour for the spring. If you're in the Stained, they've announced a mini tour next year in the United States of America. When's the last time they toured? The tour kicks off on April 18th. And ra- good question, Matt. Let me see if this. No, this- no. When, when's the last time they were on tour? You're supposed to go, it's been a while. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> My brain's not working right today. So Aaron Lewis broke down and needed money. Uh, the tour kicks off April, April 18th and wraps up May 4th. I'm sorry, Chewy, I stepped on you. because That's all right, don't worry about it. Right. I, should, I should be more respectful because we're in the same movie together. Uh, the stops include, include Tampa. Man, Tampa's a big concert market. I don't know why. I'm going there in a few weeks. Why? Uh, we got friends there. We're going to hang out. Uh, but a lot of tours start in Tampa and then move west. But uh, Tampa, Orlando, Baltimore, and Milwaukee, you can catch them. So it's been a while since they've been on tour. So that's going on. Peter Frampton. Uh, I'm going to pass on that one. His guitar talk. Oh, here's one. Here's an interesting story. Kurt Cobain's daughter. Anybody want to guess who she married? Uh, Over the weekend, I think. Uh, let's no, see. back in September. I'm trying to think of the most inappropriate joke. Uh, oh, the guy, uh, the son of the guy from Winchester. You're not too far <laughs> off. It's the son of somebody famous. Well, of course, we but not a rocker. Yeah, Puff Daddy's son. Uh, no, not a music. Not a music person. Uh, the, oh. the son of a movie mogul. Chet nope. Hanks. Son of a sports. Yeah. Son of a preacher man? Sports personality. O.J. Simpson has a kid? No. <laughs> Francis Bean Cobain and Riley Hawk were married in, said, let's see, on Tony October Hawk's, 7th. Tony Hawk's son, that's no right. Way. Yeah, the, pair, the pair's marriage certificate says they got hitched on October 7th. And uh, R.E.M. frontman Michael Stipe performed the ceremony. Um, and Stipe is also Francis's godfather. 
Uh, so there you go. They're a great looking couple there. Look at that. Sexy. I'd Man. watch that only Uh huh. Okay. Hey, hey. What? It's a young couple Stop just got married. You don't have to, yeah, people. Don't, what do you take away their joy? How what are you doing? What? What are you doing? All right, it's time for Rock and Roll News Jr. Because I'm by radio. Just as, just as recently as yesterday, someone reached out to me and said, Hey, Bob, I don't get it. What's Rock and Roll News Jr.? I know what Rock and Roll News is, but why are you junior by it? And I was like, well, you know what? The kids out there, right? I, yeah, I feel like I need to inspire them. Got to be here for the kids. I don't want rock and roll to die, right? And it's 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 upon the younger generation to keep rock and roll alive. And there's only yeah. one. There's only one way. Well, there's there's yeah. only one way to do it, and that's to stay in school, read lots of books, do their homework, and start a band. And I'm encouraging young kids, the young kids of America to start a garage band and just make a bunch of noise to keep this thing going. Now, today's Rock and Roll News Junior for the kids on the way to the dropout zone, safely nestled into the back of mom's, uh, um, I, I don't know, I, I, I can't know. even think right Bugatti. now. Bugatti. Uh, no, they're yeah. not about, let's just say. Put in a Bugatti. Let's just say Grand Wagoneer. Okay. All right. Um, this is a little history lesson for them because... Well, I know all the artists that you listen to today, kids, lip sync, okay? And now it's an accepted thing, and everybody does it. All your favorite performers are lip syncing, lip syncing, lip syncing, because they're too lazy to dance and sing at the same time. So they'll pick one, and they just prefer to dance, and then they just lip sync the, the sign. I, and and it, it's accepted now. But there was a day in the world where lip syncing was frowned upon. And actually, you could be called out and canceled for lip syncing until Janet Jackson kind of made it cool. And and then, but there was a band called Millie Vanilli. Ah, yes. Who lip synced. Ah, yes. Millie and instead Vanilli. of being celebrated, they were canceled. Oh, poor Millie. And there's a documentary out today on Paramount Plus. What? It's just called Millie Vanilli, and it talks it talks about the whole story. Of the lip syncing and the cancellation and the sad story that is Millie Vanilli. We don't know why they were canceled. But I think it's because not only did they lip sync in concert, yeah, but on the album, it wasn't even them. That's what I was going to say. They weren't lip syncing. They were lip syncing someone else's. They were lip syncing. Other people were singing for them. Is that a yes. crime? I mean, Come given, given yeah. every, no one was hurt. Given everything that's going on in pop music now, is even that a crime? That they were lip syncing someone else's voices? Isn't I mean, it just all about entertainment? The band Gorillas came out 10 years later and they're just cartoon characters. Yeah. They're not yeah. even real people. They're they, just. Dale the Funky Homo sapien made them hot. Anyway, uh, it might be something you want to check out with your mom and your dad on Par If you've got Paramount Plus, I don't know if your pockets go run that deep. I can't afford it. I had to draw the line at Paramount I'm Plus. I'm glad you finally do. Uh, but hopefully it'll be on Netflix or on free TV uh, someday. It's time for the Rock and Roll Do Salute. This one goes out to the cast and crew of the wonderful uh, short oh, film man. that's hitting the festival circuit this week that Chewy and I are in. And actually, C.J. Morgan, he's in a shot, right? Oh, yeah, I love his... He's in there. Uh, <laughs> funny? He's I just there. love it because it's CJ. Yeah, it's CJ, right? It surprised me because I didn't know he was in. I wasn't there that day of the filming, so uh, I was in my trailer. But uh, yeah, the casting crew of Leverage. This uh, salute goes out to you. Oh. you did a you did a you did a fine job. Oh, I'm down, 
Kevin Gunter, the cinematog, and Michael Sharon, and all the actors and actresses, and special effects people, and all the fight coaches, because there's some serious martial arts in there. Thank you for doing a wonderful job. Listen, that's the thing about rock and roll. Even when you're as tired as I am and suffering from allergies as I am, somehow rock and roll puts the spirit inside of you and... Somehow you deliver, night after night, day after day. Rock and roll saved my life back in about 1971. I know it can save yours. You just got to open up your heart and let it. Oh, I wanted to tell you this. The 12 extra shows of U2 at the Sphere go on sale Wednesday. So let's. we got to figure out a day we want to go up there. I got to come up we with gotta, $500. We got to try to get some tickets. But those go on sale the 25th. On Ticketmaster, I think, so... I don't know. I can't believe I just said their name. You got something for me, Chewy? You said you wanted to show me? I'm going to have a fun-sized Snickers here. Go ahead. It's Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. That's me. Yeah, it is you. And, you know, I always defer to... Anything rock and roll to Bob Fonseca. As you should. Uh, because I like any, especially any audio or anything like that. But uh, we have an, uh, an older classic clip from an older artist. And I wanted to get his take on oh, okay. really who the king or starter of rock and roll is. Because I really enjoyed this clip. Okay. And it's back when people used to like talk a little smack. And I don't know if it was all good or if it's like, no, I'm really doing this. Right. But I, I love the clip because I love seeing all these old older clips. But here we go. All right. Oh, I've seen this. Oh, well, you know what? Let me, yeah, let me put it on the right uh, channel. 20, next. At my clock Saturday night, let me spread a little love, a little joy in London that I'm still the old thunderbolt from the middle west. <laughs> I understand there's been a little friction between who is going to be on the top of the bill, you or Chuck Berry. Oh, I'm going to fix him. I am going to fix him. I thought it was your friend. I, and he is my friend, but I'm going to fix him. They made him the star of the thing, and I, my contract said that I was the star. I am going to fix him. He, the Chuck Berry, I call him Blackberry. My <laughs> mama used to make Blackberry wine. I am going to fix Chuck Berry. I am going to upset his nerve and let him know that I am the king of rock and roll, the undisputed king, and can't nothing take my throne. I am going to show him that he is from the valley and not from the mountain. Chuck Berry know that I was a star, been a star all my life. He can't close no show behind me. How I can't he have the nerve, the audacity to walk on? I'm Little Richard. Chuck Berry, they built him over me all these years, 23 years in show business. I'm the creator, the originator, the emancipator. I am the one. And I, when you come out, I'm going to fix Chuck Berry. This Blackberry will be mashed. How are you going to fix him? I am going to shake his nerve. He can close the show, but when I get through, it's going to be closed anyhow. And that's the truth. <laughs> I think you got a point there. I wouldn't want to follow Little Richard. But I mean, I think for Little Richard did, didn't Little, did I, Little Richard predate Chuck Berry. That's what I'm. I, I'm asking you these questions, so I want to know if this is a valid argument. And I love beef. I love rap beefs, and I love when it goes back to rock beefs, even more so. I didn't realize how much Muhammad Ali even borrowed from. Chuck Berry. That's that's exactly uh, from Chuck Berry. You mean Little <laughs> I mean, Richard? Little, Little Richard. Richard is a Little Richard. I mean, kind of the cadence and how yeah, the, the yeah, talk yeah, 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 yeah. So George his influence. So Chuck uh, Little Richard's influence was was wide, but you know, 
Chuck Berry played guitar, though. A piano isn't rock and roll, Jerry Not Lee as Lewis? rock and roll as a guitar. Uh, Elton John? It's something about strapping on that guitar. Bob has a point. It's like... I don't see Like it. Billy, because you're... Because you're... Because you're... Well, and I will say, if anybody... Little Richard didn't seem like he was strapped to that guitar, like a, like the, to that piano, like a lot of artists were. Like he was dancing on it and banging it with his feet and his head and everything else. It was just a tool. But, you know, you're going to tell me, you go to a Billy Joel show, what's more rock and roll, Billy Joel or Bruce Springsteen when they're in concert? I mean, if That's you're, not the same, if you're huh? at If you're at an Anthrax show, it does... Slayer hits different if it's all piano. Yeah, no guitar. Are you are y'all saying that Chuck Berry's hitting harder than Little Richard? No, because I I'm don't saying, agree with that. I'm statement. just saying, saying that he can understand how he got top billing because he was just at that he had time. A guitar? He yeah. could duck walk and prance around stage and all that stuff. It's like that's what rock and roll is, right? But if Little Richard is so. great, man. When you see that early footage of Little Rick, Richard playing, to me, it's how turnt the crowd is getting. And Little Richard's bringing everybody, bringing the whole house down. No, so, I agree. I agree. I mean, Elvis got some of his stuff from Little Richard, right? The Beatles, too. The Beatles, too. Right. But, I just wanted to know. I don't agree with it, but I'm you set me straight, and Chuck Berry is. But It's just a shame that those guys didn't make any money. Didn't make any money. That's why everyone's selling and buying catalogs right now. That all their contracts got so screwed up back in the day, and so they, screwed and up, and they were so they were so uh, copied and you know gentrified by the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and all those bands. I'm not saying it's a bad thing; it probably was a bad thing, but you know. And I think the Beatles were pretty good about giving Little Richard and some of those artists their respect that they deserve, but. Those guys didn't make any money, and they all die in poverty. It's very sad. Yeah, I don't think they. You know, I didn't see their mansion or, or their Berry. cribs episode. I remember this, like in the '90s, even Chuck Berry would come to town, play at the Paramount, and everything, and then we would have to make some kind of public service announcement in the morning to try to find him musicians and equipment to play with that night. Like he would right. just pick up his side men in the city that he went to. I kind of like that. So he brought his guitar case, and that was about it. Right. Well, a and lot then, of those performers would just like, back in the day didn't have. He would use a loaned amplifier from someone in Austin and hire a a, a bass player and a and a drummer in the city that he was in because everybody knows those chord, those three chords or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's kind of a cool way to do it. It's also well, there might not be a show tonight. There's always that. There's always that, and that should isn't that shouldn't that be rock and roll? I say so, shouldn't but you be? get mad when Kendrick's late. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't go to the Kendrick. I don't care because you couldn't stay up. You can't stay up past you know, past six. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Mm, yeah, I, I, no, I there know. should be a little bit of there should be a little bit of mystery in a rock show. Like, You're right. Like, like, is this guy going to show up, or what's he going to play, or what kind of mood is he going to be in, or whatever. But I think MTV took all of that out of rock and roll, all of the surprises. Because mm -hmm. there used to be a day yeah, in the 70s and stuff when I started going to shows where you had no idea what a performer was going to do. There was nothing in the press. There was no, vit you no didn't, set list. You, you, know, you couldn't Google the set list from another city. You couldn't look at a video. It well. was just going to be a total surprise. And now there are no surprises. 
You just go on setlist.fm and it tells you exactly how many minutes they're going to be on stage. Which, if you are paying for a babysitter, can be very handy. Can be super helpful. (laughs) Or if you're like me and you want to beat traffic on the way home, you go, baby, we're going to leave in the middle of, we're going to leave right in the second verse of Salisbury Hill. That'll that'll get us uh, out of the parking garage Mm -hmm. before it gets really Mm -hmm. busy. And so, I mean, I guess from that standpoint, it's good, but there are no surprises anymore, but... I'm going to say Little Richard, Little Richard was the king of rock and roll. Okay. Here we go. I feel like that was my guess, Ladies but I, mean, I don't know. And, and I think the Chuck Berry thing, that the the audio from the bathroom, oh, yeah, kind of took a few points off. Yeah, maybe. That's off not rock score. and roll? What he did on that camera? I guess it is, but to record it is not. So let it be written. So let it be done. All right. I'll tell you what is rock and roll. Lean in now for some thick headlines. It is uh, 7.50 S time for the Austin area headlines. And uh, some F1 drivers, of course, F1 was uh, over the weekend. Oh. And uh, generally F1, pretty uh, controlled environment. Now the teams are allowed to respond to anything. You know, it's a multi-billion dollar kind of organization but uh, some teams said uh, they did not like the track they do not like the Austin track they bumpy, say it's isn't it they say it's too bumpy yeah that the road is uh, wobbly and, and and pitted and I'm like yeah it's called I ever tried to drive Springdale from uh, MLK out to 183 I was like look you're guys welcome to Austin yeah it's how we all drive everywhere we go. You ever leave the Central Market on Lamar, drive north in the outside lane, and have your car bopped all the way to the inside? Like, look, look. You were you, lucky. We you're lucky we didn't put potholes out there for you to swerve around. We oh. could have done that too. That to me is part of what makes this race special: is that you're racing on Austin roads. We could have put one of those stupid little roundabouts. Breaker and Metric on the, on has, the one, chicane. has one that just launches you in the air. If yeah. you want to have a real Austin F1 race, I say put those white plastic sticks and put oh, a bike, bike lane. lane on the side. There you go. Yeah. And then... in I don't know what you're complaining about. If you want to have a real Austin track, there should be three or four construction projects happening during the race. Right. And you should have to pit stop to get your window clean. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's selling you roses. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is how many electric scooters should be on the track as well. <laughs> Just throw some of those out. Yeah. However many are left there already. Yeah. Who's complaining the most? I don't know. Not Just, that not that Max Verstappen. Not that Hamilton. Well, he might. Yeah, I've noticed, you know, I used to work out there when I was working with the rugby team. We have our games out there. And just the road that goes around, the outside road that goes around the track, Mm -hmm. you know, the access road or whatever. Mm -hmm. That thing, I had to drive really slow to not bottom out my car. You got a low car. I know, it's a little low, but still, I shouldn't be bottoming out on a public street. Well, several fa- uh, f- folks who are big-time race fans around uh, the uh, Central Texas area say it's an embarrassment for the city to have this uh, big track out here at an, an international event that brings all of this attention. And they're like, my God, this is it's dog and pony show. They still have a terrible road leading out to F1, yeah. Coda area. 
And they're like, you know, we're, we have these visitors coming in from all around. Now, to me, I, I feel like all the wealthy visitors aren't seeing any of it because I just heard the helicopters all weekend long. Right. Just everybody flying out there. But they're saying, hey, now, somebody who's on the inside. Nobody crashed. No crashes. Yeah, and somebody who's on the inside wrote a whole piece saying, look, they did everything possible. They dug down. They put an aggregate. They brought in all these road specialists. The problem isn't the building of the track. The problem is the drainage in the area and how much that the land moves. Yeah, I was wondering if the heat of the summer had anything to do with it. I don't I I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was a funny dust up because it's like, yeah, I it looked like it was safe, though it's a safe track. I didn't see anybody getting up, you know. Oh, you're making even more serious than I am. I, I, I didn't just see thought anybody it was funny catching it's air just, or it's anything. It's literally just how I mean the roads are essy around here. It's yeah. the way it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. So join in on the fun. Uh, Austin Weather, let's see if I can, can't can get this. Tell us or, something good. I, uh, I'm liking the soupy weather. Oh, my. Are you okay? Well, I'm depressed, but. We can't complain. Because we complained hate. all summer that it was too hot and I, there was no if water. If it would cool off, I'd be okay. But this hot soup. Yeah. Uh, I can't really deal with. Uh, can we get screen audio, please? For sure. Uh, today, I randomly selected Fox 7 to bring us a little bit of uh, weather. Thank you, Fox. Yeah, we, I like all of the, this is Zach Shields, I like all the guys, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then tonight, not much happening on the radar, sky's still cloud heavy, and then the heavy rain threat will hold off until Wednesday night into Thursday morning, hitting the hill country first uh, Wednesday night. Now through tomorrow morning, rain totals will be very low. Uh, right around a tenth of an inch or less. And then those totals will start to go up and up and up late Wednesday into Thursday and Friday. So if you're traveling... So big rain's coming through the remainder of the week. Here's the thing I will tell you. 10-day forecasts tend to change quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But currently right now, 10-day forecasts looking out to October 31st, Halloween, like the high that day is supposed to be like 60 degrees. Which means that it'll be the first year in a long time where you can put on your Halloween costume, mm-hmm. not sweat balls inside of mm-hmm. it and smell terrible. You'll be able just to enjoy some crisp fall weather while you go around with your kids. They collect candy. You put them to bed early. Then you dig through their candy, find the good stuff just for yourself, pull mm-hmm. that out. Hopefully they didn't take an inventory yet. And you get to enjoy it. Uh, lastly, uh, good news, Austin and Travis County. Great news, for Chewy, uh, Travis County said Monday that county constables will collect expired, unused, unwanted, over-the-counter, and prescription drugs from the public as part of a national program to prevent drug misuse. Here's the deal. Travis County Constable Precincts, any of the five of them, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. this Saturday, you can bring your old drugs that you want to get out of the house. This is what I want to let our users know. What do I get? If you go just outside of the precinct, you might be able to intercept some of these old ladies who are like, I need to get this out of here because my grandson keeps digging through my medicine cabinet. You might be able to intercept one of these old ladies before they get into the precinct. Do something that old ladies like. Shake a can of Metamucil out there. Walk them across the street. Uh, Flash one of those crocheted little things that goes over the Kleenex and they, they'll 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 get confused they're like, Oh oh, what is that? And you go, It's a it's a crochet thing you can put over your toaster. And then they get confused and when they do you can take their their, their medicine from them.
you went a little Adam Sandler there, and I liked it. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, just bring them here. Just bring your drugs over here. I think if you're turning things into the police, if I'm turning in drugs, I should get some guns. If I'm turning in guns, give me a little drugs. Is that not an even? Times of, it's a roundabout. Times a flat circle. Yeah. Keeping us safe somehow. That's almost like my buddy I know who gets a TV from Walmart, and then before the year is up, he goes and returns it and gets the next one with the new technology. And then the next year, he's like, yeah, I don't like this, and returns it. And he's just kept upgrading his TV for year, for 15 years now. He's got 12K. At any point, too, <laughs> if he decides that he needs money, he just returns the TV, and he puts his original money back in his pocket. Oh, uh, I had a... What, you had what? Mm-hmm. What? I was just trying to rifle through all kind, all the different jokes and had a few that were wildly inappropriate. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very <laughs> Thanks much. Thanks for keeping them inside. Uh, that's today's Austin area headlines. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. And uh, give me 60 seconds to tell you about the blue. Great. I went, quote unquote, camping. You went glamping. It's not even camp. It's not even close to camping. My wife and I disagree. She says, well, you're going to a campground. We stay in these... You know, essentially, they call them cabins. They're mobile homes. And uh, it turns out, it's, apparently, it's way more expensive even than I thought it was. I already, th- I already thought it was crazy overpriced. You don't even check the price tag before you buy this stuff? That's yeah. crazy. My wife does all this stuff where she funnels the money through her account so that I don't know. And I said something to one of her friends that came with us. And I said, yeah, all this for just $700. And her friend goes, it's way more than that. Oof. And I was like, Oof, you should not have you said should, that. You just ratted my wife out. You ratted her out. Kids love it. Kids go crazy. They love it. Everybody decorates their cabins. But it is, dude, if you go. They got their own cabins? If you go, everybody had their own cabin. I feel bad. Like my what buddy the? Adam came out and his kid got sick in the, the first hour. And so he just had to eat that cost. He had to leave right away. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm going to start charging y'all more for house soon. Please don't. Please don't, dude. Now that you... Now that I know no what, y'all spend, what y'all got. This is... My wife loves the... Because she, she'll, she'll do anything for the kids. Unfortunately, my wife loves our children. It's really costing me. Hmm. But... That uh, college one's doing all right, though, right? No. In the middle of the night, my wife, her friend, texted her and was like, let's have one more. Just after we'd all gone to bed. She gets up, she walks out, and there's just raccoons everywhere. And I don't mean like, oh, there's three raccoons. There, she's like, this is like a Halloween movie. She's like, this is, she's like, there are, they just come out at night. An adorable one. She said, there there are like 90 raccoons in this little cove that we're in. They're looking for food scraps? They're not looking for, everybody had left out their Halloween candy. Because there's this parade. Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, they are just going apes. Oh, man. Raccoons on a sugar high? Dude, she said the raccoons are unwrapping the candy and yeah. stuffing it in their gut. Oh, she's trying. Thumbs. She's trying to scare them away, but the raccoons have no fear of people. Right. She said they're, they found, I had some salted and shell peanuts. They are going haywire on the peanut. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a comedy movie. She's like, there's, you've left out, we had left out chili and chili dogs. Mm-hmm. They're eating chili and chili dogs, which I don't, you can't feed a raccoon chili. I ought to put Pop Rocks This is how I know. World up. Well, yeah. This, this is how I know you're not camping. 
Because you're a camper. You know that you put your you put your food in a container and then hang it from a tree. I had the same the thing. It's called a pinata, Bob, <laughs> and that's our culture. <laughs> I've had the same thing that you guys have had for like a week now. I get so tired. I can't go past a crazy allergy. Some kind of, I don't know if I have a disease. I don't know. I feel the same way. I feel like if I have head cancer, I don't know. But, uh, so I had passed out early. Yeah. And she said that at one point she was just surrounded by all these raccoons and she's trying to like make noise and chase them away. And they're like, we are not afraid of you. Right. At all. And, uh, she was like, she was like, it was. I imagine what, like, I, all these raccoons that are lucky enough to be born in this campground mm-hmm. and know, they know nothing but uh, power and riches. And she was like, it was just like, she's like, this was like staring. I was like, oh, this is, this is white men, like, even like up to 15 years ago. Like, you can't say anything to them. You can't do anything. She's like, I'm trying to chase them away. They have no respect for me whatsoever. And at one point, she turns to look kind of behind. The cabin, and she said, so flashlight hits, and she's like, I the just eyes. saw, she said, I saw a hundred glowing eyes. It's, it's, so it's that raccoons I can't even see. They're just back. She's like, we were just surrounded everywhere, raccoons. So at some point, they're like, I just have to go back inside. I can't be, this, they're, they're taking it. They have no respect for humans and just eating it. And then when he came out the next morning, and there's nothing just but rapper, I mean, rappers <laughs> everywhere, dude. <laughs> Candy rappers everywhere. Uh, <laughs> they hadn't been so stoked. But I also am like, it's. It sounds like the most adorable, scary movie ever. You're right, right. Uh, too many of them. That is crazy. I don't know. Raccoons eating is always funny to me. With because yeah, they got little, little thumbs mitts. and they can actually yeah. open the. You know, they and can scratch a lottery ticket if they want. They could. And they get all excited. They they clap before they eat. What? I thought those were otters. Uh, otters do it too. I think. They get. But well, why did they leave it outside? Because everybody was just going to bed. What do you mean? Well. Like, who cares? You've camped before. I've camped with We're not you. Camp- I know Bob, you don't leave Bob, food It's not out. camping. Bob, it's not camping. It's not camping. We're staying in a series of mobile homes. Okay. All right. I'm telling it you It makes you, right you wonder if you had taken that candy inside if they would have tried to break in. Oh, they got inside that. My wife picked up one bag they were in, and so she started moving it, but she left the door open behind her. She was putting it away in the garbage yeah. and says she said when she turned around there were like three trying <laughs> three of those little uh savannah monkeys that are just inside the cabin and she was like get 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 out man and holly was going crazy over the cute creatures there's a new movie on hulu called the slothering <laughs> and it's a uh, have you watched it yet hoops no the, the slothering and it's about sloths and it's the picture is just a sloth it's like a killer sloth. Face to face with a woman lying in bed. And it actually looks terrifying. <laughs> Even though he's moving like a half a mile an hour. Are you, yeah, I was going to say, is, is Hollywood making a movie about a, the world's slowest animal attacking people? If they weren't so slow, they'd be the scariest animal, I think. What's the next movie in the Cocaine Bear franchise? Cocaine Raccoon. Cocaine Raccoon. Cocaine Sloth. That might be interesting. Next. I don't think it's a franchise. It, is it supposed to be? Oh, is it? Uh, let's see here. Franchise. Uh, now they're just making a cocaine bear, too. Uh, no. I haven't seen one yet. Does that make me a bad person? It does. Yeah. Now cocaine Hey, Cocaine Bear yeah. was a good movie. Yeah. So I think good. it's free. I know though. people want to roll their eyes at it and go, it's going to be. But I mean, even as a ridiculous movie, 
It didn't fall into a lot of the regular traps that a ridiculous movie did. It, I was, it was actually a really enjoyable, fun movie to watch. I agree. It was much better than Pet Cemetery: The Beginning or something like mm. that that my wife made me watch this weekend that, was, that starred the little kid from E.T., but he's all grown up now. Ew, I don't want to see that. I know he's really aged. Why don't y'all watch? Why didn't y'all watch Talk to Me, the movie we all oh, recommended here? Oh. And we look, listen to that gasp. It's Wait, so good. It's what's so Talk good. to Me? Uh, A twenty four production. Movie of the year. I think it's like number three of the year. I watched. It's real. It's number one. Of uh, who's in it? What is it? It's an A twenty four movie. You what? quit saying I don't it's know an A twenty four movie. That's just a studio. A twenty four movies are always so good. Right, but we're, what we're <laughs> asking is it's, generally when somebody says, "Can you give me a synopsis?" People don't say just yell out yeah, the that's studio. That's Paramount Pictures. Who's in it? No, yeah. no one famous that you know. But it's, it's like you can't say, "Oh, movie. it's a it's a comedy or no. it's a dramedy." It's a or horror it's, movie. It's a horror movie. Okay, yeah. that's and what we. It's really good. It's about these kids, and they have like this hand that you hold, and you, like, you say, "These kids are." Having... I let you in. You say, "Talk to me," and then you get possessed, and you see okay. like, a dead person in front of you. Okay, it's like and it's Ouija about so so it's that. a it's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what yeah. makes it good is like how realistic it is. As far as like, if some dumb teens yeah. got a hold of something yeah. that was awful, it was and how they would treat it, they would all be messing with it and doing all this stuff, posting on Snapchat yeah. and like trying to like be better than the other people. I don't know. It's so it good. good. The soundtrack was really good because mm-hmm. it. it's a twenty four. Clearly, yeah, exactly. of course. I mean, say of course, yeah. exactly. say twenty four. I mean, it's the studio yeah. that put out top. Ma- yeah, stop making sense. All right, do we need to take this call? That's a lady. I hope so. It is. What's up, Kristen? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, Kristen? I mean, how do you screen a call and you still think it's a lady? Well, I mean, the ID says lady, but I forget okay. that they're what's up, all these ma'am, kept men. I don't know how. Go ahead, bud. Uh, not much. Uh, I was calling about the game quick tickets. I had one of them a few uh, week or two, which I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's. <laughs> Just call up here during the day. I don't know. This isn't like. The administration's <laughs> office. This is we're doing a radio show, and I'm sorry. Why are you I'm so sorry mad? to get angry. You're, I was wanted, I was ready and revved up for the Halloween thing. You think eight three two four thousand? Call them after nine thirty. I tried that. It, it, it keeps coming up busy. It doesn't even ring. I try to lay all different hours. Have you called eight twenty four? Have you? Yeah. Have you called eight twenty four? They may. Be, we may be yeah. closing down. Have you, have you tried holding a hand and seeing? Yeah, I don't. I you may. We may have gone out of business. When you say it's busy, I don't know what that means because there's an open switchboard from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. We here. hire a woman named Rosa. She sits there right next to. Him. Yeah. Now, if it's busy, maybe she's. Was it d- during the weekend? Well, I called. No, I called yesterday uh, around this time. Then I called around like two. Then around like four. Hey, it was popping up busy. You said eight three four eight two four. We give Rosa two lunches. It's eight three two. two. Eight three two. Yeah, eight three two four thousand. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna help. But calling the right number is gonna get you through faster. All right, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh, Chris Kane had a good idea for a movie version of your uh, experience. Okay, Candy Coon the Rappening. <laughs> what? I don't think you can. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> the Rappening. I the Unrappening though. It's yeah. the Unrapture. The unrapture, because they we'll could if they wanted to push your eyes in with their thumbs, right? Because they're raccoons, they got thumbs. right. All I can think of is that cute little raccoon in the in the, uh, the Marvel thing, the Guardians of the, Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy. Rocket. Rocket. Rocket, Rocket. He'd eat a lot of Rocket candy. Hmm. 
What else did you do? I, I Anything else it? on your camping trip? No, dude. I, that, do, you, I, do any fire? Do you I want to have some fire? kind of stories for you. And there, it, literally nothing happened. I uh, literally no campfire. No, no. It was too no hot, nanny. It's ninety-five. It was ninety-five degrees. Hey, yeah, yeah. We're in October. It's ninety-five degrees. I'm sweating my balls off. And uh, you're trying. You know, you made things earlier in the week like chili, and mm-hmm. you're like, well, why am I eating Frito pie when it's nine hundred degrees outside? Oh. This isn't enjoyable. Can't have s'mores. Damn. The whole thing's a wreck. I, I got to be careful because my wife will hear some of this and then she'll get upset because yeah, she'll cause take it personally because she loves all. I mean, I still have fun going with the kids or whatever. Yeah. But it was. Uh, I will say the one fun part was that the, my I, I'm not allowed to tell stories about my daughter, but my daughter and her best friend went and then they found some boy named Brad that they decided was cute. But they kept trying to walk by him to get him to talk or whatever. But Brad's 13 and his head is still up his ass, right? Because right. he's 13 and he's playing gaga ball with the other kids and all that stuff. And yeah. do they keep walking by thinking, well, at some point he'll turn his head. And I'm like, he's not his. He has, it hasn't worked out for him. Uh-uh. He doesn't notice girls. Right. So for two days they walked by this boy and he wouldn't do anything. And so finally my daughter's friend just out of frustration, the last night they're there, goes, Hey! Boy in the blue, come here! Wow! <laughs> I was like that's, Damn. that's how you get it done. That's how you get it done. Well yeah, done, there, cat call lady. at least. I yeah. don't know. You got visitors on your back porch this weekend. There is a po- possum kept on coming over. Really? Yeah. I had to go out back and tell him, "Go outside, nerd. Get out. Go. I ain't got time to be distracted by your worthless chimes. Go on. <laughs> oh, it's baby Billy. Mm-hmm. Did you?" Did you? Were you going out there to smoke joints or whatever, and you kept seeing the possum? Yeah, and then your neighbors were, like, doing yard work at 11 p.m. It was very unsettling. Cocaine will do that. So I don't... I was like, should I be out here? Am I the worst? <laughs> I was scared of them, not the... They were doing yard work at 11? I don't know what they were doing. Were they still taking down the chicken coop? Was it... Were you Maybe. Like, crack, 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 crack. Those kind of noises? No, I think some brush was moving. I don't know if they were... Maybe some shovels. Where do you? I, I was wondering oh, about that. This. They bury bodies on Saturdays. Oh. If it was Saturday night, it's because they were burying the bodies. This probably was happening. No. Uh, your Halloween head. Welcome back. Good morning to the Matt and Bob. We have a big announcement at nine o'clock. Also, uh, at around nine o'clock, um, at any moment now, the door could swing open. And uh, Doug Benson is uh, scheduled to uh, join us. He hasn't been on the show in a while. Doug Benson from uh, Doug Loves Movies. You might remember him for his own documentary he made years ago, uh, Super High Me. Yeah. That was very good, which was a really fun takeoff from Super Size Me. He's got- uh, he also has a very famous uh, podcast. He's got multiple podcasts, but one of them is uh, Getting Doug with High. Uh, brings celebrities in. They get... Rip roaringly high and uh, and laugh. He's yeah, fun, fun to watch on uh, Instagram too, and follow all the crazy stuff he does. And I don't know, he's going to do two shows at Cap City this week. I think one show is going to be the Doug Loves Movies. He's going to do Wednesday stand and up, stand up tonight, right? Yeah, stand up tonight. In fact, uh, Doug Mellard, who's uh, oh yeah, a long time Austinite, then a long, much longer uh, L.A. Los Angelinian. And then recently has uh, relocated back to the Austin area, which I'm excited about. It's going to be on that show as well. And a couple of other friends of Doug's will be on that. And then uh, Doug Loves Movies again tomorrow night. Uh, all happening at Cap City Comedy Club. 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 Uh, you like that? Club. 
And I'm excited to have him back in here because we haven't been able to make uh, schedules line up in a long time. He was coming in, you know, predominantly like on Saturdays and stuff like that. Right. When and you then, see yeah. him. And it's uh, fun to have him back in here because he's always a fun guest. So uh, Chewy says that he's found something that he thinks might, you, you think it might trigger us? Not even, ju- I mean, I just want Bob to know, you know, the people that he despises seeing smiling downtown. <laughs> and laughing Anybody and enjoying. Uh, I don't. My wife said I can't day. even go into my Sunday because I was. I went out Sunday morning just to get coffee, which I'm not a coffee person. And so I said, "Hey, let's." My my wife said, well, "We need to go to the grocery store." Okay, kids are coming over to watch F1, or whatever. So okay. like, okay, so we get up super early. I go. I just want to go get. Take me to a good coffee place. So I go to. I go to a coffee. I go to the first coffee shop. There's a million people standing in line and a million people waiting for their order. This is like 10 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. This town, there used to be a time, and I don't even know why I was so critical because I'm not a churchgoer myself. There was a time where people went to church on Sunday morning. (laughs) Now, Sunday is the new Saturday. Right. Sunday morning is the new Saturday. There's people in their Lululemon. Heathens. And I guess I'm part of the problem because I was also looking for the same thing they were looking for. Drinking the devil's juice. Right. But it's like, wait, what? what, When did Sunday morning at 10 o'clock become? No, I agree with you. I used to have an agreement with Jesus. He would set a screen so that I could go grocery shopping. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, because there's no one in my neighborhood apparently goes to church on Sunday morning because that's when e- everyone has decided the same thing. And Or maybe Jesus is not good setting a screen anymore. Bunch of lost souls. Then I looked around and the the balcony of like the league was full of diners at 10 in the morning and every place was and then we went end up going we walked three coffee shops before we got to one and we just gave up and waited i don't know what i i just expected you go up to a counter and you go uh, coffee please i remember and then they go we don't have drip coffee we just have americano and i was like i don't <laughs> i threw my hands up and he goes i'm out I'm out. I can start sidewalk preaching at Joe's coffee place. We don't have everybody out. What, there. We what don't is, have coffee at our coffee shop. <sighs> I, I, but she, my wife said you can't you can't talk about this on the radio because you just sound like. But it's like no, this is because you're because I was part of the problem. Like I'm not, I don't go to church either anymore. It's like, but there was a time that not there was nothing going on in this city before noon, on a Sunday. But church. And now I was out, and I hadn't been out in a long time. I hadn't been out that early on a Sunday in a long time. I was like, everybody's shopping. Everybody's eating. Everybody's drinking mimosas. Everybody's having... Everybody's like... See you in hell. In their shorts and Lululemon, and they're like... And their ponytails. And their, oh, my goodness. And their baseball caps. And they've really lost their way. It's like they've... A bunch of heathens we are. Mm-hmm. Most businesses didn't even open before noon on Sunday in the old, in the good old days. In the good old days, when most business, when you say most businesses didn't open before noon, I remember a time when most businesses didn't, didn't open on open. Soap. Yeah, they didn't open on on Sunday at all. The yeah. grocery store opened, and then they would do that thing where they would, you'd get all excited because you'd go after church, you'd go to H E B with your grandma, and you'd pick up a toy, 
Yeah. From the crappy toy aisle. And because you know grandma will always, mom mm. will say no, but grandma won't say no. But then H-E-B would be like, no, we can't sell toys on Sunday in the state of Texas. Right. And you were like. Blue law. But you were like, I'm not old enough to understand laws. This doesn't make sense. It just, and then you'd be like, ugh, goddamn, I need a drink. And they're like, you can't do that either, kid. Well, anyway, so I don't know. Is anybody going to church anymore? I don't know. Anyway, you go you, ahead. You, you gonna guess? You got something that's gonna fire me up even more than that? Well, this is just this is a an influencer here in Austin. What does that mean? In what does an how influencer many, mean anymore? How many followers? Uh, that's what get. That's what drives me over the edge. Uh, Twelve thousand. Doctor Megan MacArthur, money mentor. Now. A money mentor and also a doctor, like a, a physician doctor, or do you know any of these things about her? Do you follow I don't know this a lot account? About her. No, I how'd you find? It. How did you find? Oh, just was she in was your... sharing her bills? Yeah, I just showed up in my algorithms, and like Gloria Stefan, the algorithm's going to get you. <laughs> so let's head to this video and find right, out. Okay. Right. Living in Austin, Texas, our housing is $2,318. That includes our rent, insurance, and utilities. We spent $895.76 on going out, $715.99 on groceries. We spent $817.80 on our car. This includes the car payment, insurance, and gas. Our phone bill is $152.50. Our household items was $179. And then we Ubered to a friend's wedding, so it was $151 Jesus. this month. We typically don't Uber very much, but we spent $83 on personal care, $275 on our gym memberships, and $260 on medical, which includes our visits to the chiropractor and IV drips from the store. Our subscriptions is $106, which includes a storage unit for the roof of our Bronco, and our other was $580 because we had a $550 annual fee for a credit card. Our total spend was $6,285.50. And what am I gathering from that? Number oh, one. Oh, this doesn't seem like a lot to you? No, what bothers me about that whole video is the fact that it's ed- that she edited all of her breathing out of it. They do that in radio, That's too. what bothers you about? Yeah. Because I can't follow, I can't think as fast as you're talking. That sounds like a you problem. No. And not a her no, problem. No, I see this in all these videos that these influencers do now because they feel like, well, if I take a breath, somebody's going to punch out. And so it's just like they just talk like this and they go like this and I'm never going to stop and I'm just going to keep on talking and here's that and I'm going to do this. Now, right now, we're going to go this and we're going to do a spot right now from uh, uh, Window Nation and then we're going to go, when we come back, we're going to get, Doug Benson's going to be on the show and it's like, they used to try to teach us that in radio. It's like dead air, no dead air. They used to find guys for dead air. But they, they're so afraid, these influencers are so afraid that if they just put a little space between some of their sentences, somebody's wait, 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 going to punch out. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, it's just that it's playing in a loop behind us, and when I saw behind it, I said, "This woman is twenty-seven years old mm-hmm. and has this kind of scritch." Well, I, she went to school and ate her vitamins. Ladies, let that be a lie to you. You too can be this lady. Now, somehow. I want to say that it says wealth. Is that no? It says W Health, not wealth. Oh, I thought it was wealth. Maybe she's trying to do a play on words. Like wheat bread. Maybe that's her brand, like wealth. It's well. I don't think that you could be a wealth professional and and spend some of the money that she's spending. It, some of it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? She does all these, I don't know, breakdowns. This one is how much she spent. At, I don't know. I mean, are we supposed to feel bad because we're not doing it right? Or I don't know. 
five this is how much we should be spending including a hundred dollars in espresso and 83 dollars at chomps i got my nails done for 63 dollars and 50 cents spent okay that's wild i always thought that costed more 60 bucks of nails um depends on what you do like if i go get my nails done it's normally like 40 to 50 dollars oh, okay usually like the first time they'll make you chart like it'll be a higher price but then when you go back to get like a refill or get it like redone it'll a be refill like, or, is I that, mean, it's, it, it is called a, is it a, refill? a refill. Yeah, I don't know anything about nails. I don't either. Yeah, but spill it in. How how long do nails last? Um, Weeks, like a month ish. Oh, if okay. if you're not the type of person that gets like so anxious that peels them off themselves, like they can last you yeah like a whole like month a month. or something. Yeah, okay. Never grown out. So all her videos are just telling us what she's spending, or is she doing some... I guess she's just flexing on everybody. Is it like Dave Ramsey, where she's going to tell you how to save money by... Or she might just be like, hey, like if you're planning on like moving down to Austin, this is how much it's going to cost like a month if you do plan on living down here. It does not need to cost $900 a month for going <laughs> yeah. out. I don't, I don't yeah. spend that amount of money, <laughs> obviously. The going out thing is like my whole salary. Chiropractor got a car wash for 12 bucks, went and got gas for $30.30, spent $27.05 at the dry cleaners, spent $401.77 at Amazon, and $44.86 at Target. Okay, this is BS. This is BS. No woman has ever spent only $40 at a Target. It doesn't exist. It's not possible. They'll throw you right out. They'll throw you out of there. But when you just spent $400 at Amazon... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I think it's a lie. I think it's a lie. You cannot go to Target... I don't think anybody has the ability to go to Target and spend only $44. Hmm. Spend for the week was $1,322.36. Bye. Spend this week is a 20. Let's make it. I don't understand what her thing is. She's a chiropractor? Oh. Oh, maybe chiropractor. This is my income stream breakdown as a 27 year old living in Austin, Texas. About six months ago, I left my job as an associate chiropractor and became full time self employed. My first income stream is social media management. I manage multiple accounts for holistic health practices, including the old office that I work for. My next stream of income is contract jobs, and these can be short term or long term. I currently have a mix of both. My next income stream is adjunct teaching. This is a fully remote position, and I've been doing it for over a year now. Lastly, is wealth. Huh? What? What is her what? issue? I don't get the delivery. I don't understand the delivery. Because she's get, going so fast? I don't get the voice. It's not even going that fast. It's just monotone. I don't get it. I don't get it. Bob. She's not a professional no, broadcaster. This is the here's the Bob. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get Bob it. Bob is bothered because he puts days into a single video. <laughs> and thinking too much about the wrong thing. That doesn't... Because... Bob went to school at a time where you were taught that things needed to be elevated in order to be watched and appreciated. But the bar has been lowered all the way to below the Earth's surface. And I know he's not You did this on purpose. No, it's about the content. You're trying to ruin my day. What I am going to do on purpose is is have a prop bet between the rest of us. When I show you a video, what's going to make you mad about it? If these two young ladies say this is good, then I'll, I'll... Back down and wait for Doug Benson to show up and save the show. They don't but see anything bad. It's a fine video. Like, see? It's like, no, I don't think it's bad. It's just... I know, but Bob, got, Bob's like, but the production value. All the shots are from the same angle. How come the, how come the sound sounds it's like this? Instagram see how real, he, it's not that deep. Thank you. It's not an eight twenty four production. But his, his brain is... He went to film school. So his brain is, oh, you had... The only way that you can get ahead in the the business is to have... 
What's next Production on the show? Production value and talent. She's and you not don't in need it for it. entertainment. She's you in should. it to like educate. He wants it to be a Christopher Nolan production. Reach out to her and be like, hey, I, I can, can make it better. I can make it better. You don't and see guess what, what she says. She has money to spend. Why would she? Why would she why would take she? advice? She has three <laughs> times the five. followers that he does. Oh. So why oh. would she take oh. advice from him? Damn it. I'm just trying to make Bob feel better. I don't know. <laughs> it's not going to work. Why is Matt doing that to me? I don't what know. am I doing to you? He's just giving some real facts. I've been telling you for a long time, you have to loosen your pooter and rip and read <laughs> in this world. You have to let go of the old paradigm and move into the new. Which is to talk in a monotone voice. Try it. See what it works. That's just how they talk. <laughs> That's her voice. Let me hear a little more. This personal finance page, and I can make money through brand deals, affiliates, digital products, Why coaching, masterclasses, etc. So far in October, I've made ten thousand one hundred and four dollars and six cents. Let me know what you want to see next. I think it's because I she's don't want reading. To see she wrote next. this down and is reading it. She's making one hundred and twenty grand a year, talking like that. Must be nice. Wait, she's making one hundred twenty on social media, or all her all her side oh, hustles? I don't care what it is. She's. I mean, when you say all your side hustles, there, there, the existence of a single career. That those days are over. No one will ever have a single career anymore. That's you true. put too much inflection in your voice <laughs> when you said that. No one will ever have a single career anymore. You will just constantly have to have side hustles, and that's the way you do it. Who is next on the show, Matt? Coming up is Doug Benson. Later what is Doug Benson, Doug? We have what, a big, what is he on the show? We have a big announcement at okay. 9 o'clock this morning that, that uh, Promo Apartments let us know about. All right. That sounds very good. I'm glad I'm here. Stop breathing in. You keep breathing in. <laughs> no breathing. <laughs> she's breathing, too. She's just cutting it out. But you can't deny that she's successful. This is what happens when we gave everybody numbers are there. She's successful. I don't understand. Power. You're, you just need to be mad at the world is what you need to be. Like, would you want to hear her say, here's how much I spent. In Austin. No, just talk a- like a human, <laughs> not like a robot. She okay, but really she's also like on a time crunch. Like you don't want to have like a two minute long video as an Instagram reel. It needs to be 15, his, 30 seconds. His brain doesn't understand Come that. On, Bob. It's just a reel. It's not that it's deep. Just Bob, has never sat, <laughs> Bob has never really sat with a young be person real. and watched how quickly they go through. Yeah. You should sit next oh. to my wife and watch that my wife can go through. One thousand reels in about in about ten minutes. Oh, I bet I could. Yeah, yeah. It, but Bob is like enjoys all of them, watches it again, takes notes. No, no, it. he's he's got to watch it and he's got to get mad at it and then critique it. It's so sad. <laughs> it's a really sad life. I might hire this woman. She says she can help me save up a hundred thousand dollars. Well, I wish sure. she would handle our social media. She says that she's a she's personal finance person, and I'm concerned because eight hundred dollar car payment seems a lot. Not this I'd like dumb. her to go on Caleb Hammer and Who's have that? them both cross paths. Oh, is Caleb that guy that I love so much? Yeah. Are we ever booking him? What's going to happen with him? I we do. Get him I'm, I'm trying to book him, but I've uh, he didn't respond to us. Uh, well, that and I, I, I'm scared he's, he's, for him to go through all my. Stuff. I want him to go through your stuff so bad. Here's the thing: is that it's all going to come at the end of it. It's going to be like, yeah, you need to make more money. That's it. There's nothing ridiculous being spent. Do you young ladies know who Caleb Hammer is? No. I have a clip of his. So good. He's on the internet. I'm. So, I don't know why I just said that. Watch him. Watch him. He goes through. He goes through your finances. BMW. People on the show and their BMWs and going to debt for BMWs just so you can be the worst drivers on the road. Always the BMWs. Mm. What? 
It was my Yeah, you got a car decision. you definitely did not need. What's the balance on this? What's the overall balance on this BMW? Like 56. 56, 57? 56. What's the minimum monthly payment? A thousand one hundred forty. God damn, dude! How? <laughs> he tried to talk me out of it, and I said no. What's the term length on this thing? Six years. Is the interest rate on this? Fifteen percent. Yeah, it's sixteen. Do we know the value of this car today? It's Half probably, of it. It's probably a eight thousand twenty twenty. My life. Okay. <laughs> it's so good. I love this. See, series. I don't have anything. When your grocery bill is the highest thing, I don't think you're doing too much wrong. I, I'll let Caleb Hammer have all of my things. I didn't say anything. Well, it's going to be embarrassing you for other people, not I me. I just looked at you as all. Because it's not going to be embarrassing for me. Then why are you setting up all these guards already? I'm, because I'm, I'm waiting for y'all's insults. I've been no insults current, for you. Current insult. I'm sure your grocery bill is perfectly reasonable. 80 bucks a week. 80 to 100. You're not, re- you're not saying it right. You guys say my grocery bill is 80 bucks a month? It's about 80 bucks a month, and then I go to... Uh, occasionally, go- I'll grab a, a snack or two. Occasionally? Yeah. I can't grab a snack. I can't have tacos with y'all. I'm not saying that. Look, nobody is saying anything to you or at it's you or about It's you. implying. You're no, implying you're defensive. You're me. defensive and you're, you've backed yourself into a corner. I'm not in a corner. My apartment doesn't have corners. I couldn't afford them. <laughs> you, couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't afford the, the quarter upgrade? Mm-mm, mm-mm. So I'll try to get Caleb on here. I'd like him to go through y'all's too, but I know. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Money, guys. It's important. Well, thanks for ruining my day with uh, the good doctor. Well, I didn't even think I was going to ruin it production-wise. I thought I was going to ruin it, I don't know, uh, success-wise. Mm. What does that mean? Well, because this 27-year-old woman has... Oh, a ton of money living in Austin, downtown. Laughing. No, I, I I take that as a like that's just the remember that's too, the norm that's the baseline. She's saying her income stream is 120 gur. Right. She's I, the, the, it's clearly a partner. I don't know if it's her husband if she's married or whatever, but she's clearly got a partner in these in these in these videos. Clearly a personal trainer. He could be making uh, tons of dough as well. They could be they could be dink, they're yeah. dinks. Yeah. Which I, doesn't that sound? Terrible. It sounds. Bigoted, just call somebody a dink. Double income, no, no children. No what do they care? No they, they have peace and happiness. They got money do too. They? Call them whatever you want. They got, no, but they got money. Everybody does on the internet. You don't see it's everybody's everybody's highlight reel. The she, internet's she everybody's highlight reel. We don't know what they're. She shows her paycheck and everything goes through it. Why would you do that? I don't. I'm confused. To, to prove people like you wrong. I'm confused. I think a lot of people say that not talking about your bills is gatekeeping. You should be more yeah. honest about it, and it actually settles a lot of people when they understand what, what it takes or how they're doing better than they think they are. Yeah, let's all share what we make right now. The keeping At up, the same time. The keeping up with the Joneses <laughs> can, can try to kill, kind of kill people. Yeah. Some people think, oh, they must be doing so well. They have a brand new uh, BMW uh, every couple of years. And it turns out, oh, they're leasing it, and they're putting $0 in savings. And when it comes time to retire, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. 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 I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You said it, not well, me. Yeah. We're just mm. all raccoons trying to get candy at a campsite. You know what I mean? Mm, some of us weren't born at a campsite, though. Yeah. Yeah. Some people were born in the woods, deep in the woods, and all they have is the occasional fish they can catch. 
I'm going to change my... I've just got to change my... I don't know. Entire way of doing everything? <laughs> this is where I want it to be. You brought this in to upset him because you know how much effort and how much work he puts in. He buys nice cameras. He lights his set. He, he ain't has, tired no Because every day I tell him, I'm going to fold the tent. I'm going to fold the tent. And she said, no, it's too soon. It's too soon to fold. What? I'm going to pack it in. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't either. I've got those allergy things that make me feel like. But you forgot you were tired, though. You were a little sleepy. Yeah, you got me. You did get my blood. You got my heart rate. He said you, this you morning. You raised my rate. He you, said this you morning. You raised my rate by I'm showing me that video. I'm today and go easy on me. And yeah. then you came in I here and you showed that stuff. And I don't think that you're really part of the team. No. I'm sorry to bring in that barn burner. I think Chewy's. I think Chewy is trying to upset you so that you'll quit and he can take a job. Well, that's everybody that's, in the building. No, you, <laughs> what are you talking about? If you what quit, are you talking about? Doug Benson would take your job right now because he's in the kitchen waiting. Oh, let's go Why get him. Why do you don't have let's Doug Benson wait? Why do we have Doug Benson Doug waiting Benson. in the kitchen? He's one of the biggest names in entertainment. I think he's trying to work the vending machine. He's like an extra member of the show. Yeah. Been in here so many times over the years. Just thinking about him and his successes on my drive in here this morning. Doug Benson joins us now. Welcome back, Doug. Welcome hey. back. <laughs> my dreams were my ticket out. The hero's <laughs> return. Is that what they call it in movies? How do you see yourself these days, Doug? Are you are you a an impresario? Are you a podcaster? Are you a influencer? Or an influencer? Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> you've made you've made movies. <laughs> I've never tried to put labels on it. I try to just do whatever the next thing is. See, I love the way he talks. Like we were just talking about an influencer we were watching who like these young influencers that just rip and read. They're just they they keep talking. They never take a breath. They just it's monotone. <laughs> it's just like cuz they're afraid someone's going to bounce out of their video if they even just go <gasps> Yeah, they cut all their breaths out and it's like and you're a regular dude. You're a real dude. I am. It's you speak true. at your own pace. <laughs> <laughs> I get high in the parking lot and right. speak at my own pace. That's what people, <laughs> too. That's what people want. Uh, yeah, I, you know, influencer, I, I, I don't like that expression, but I uh, sort of accidentally became one because, right. like, when the pandemic hit, um, they, the movie studios had to stop doing premieres. Right. And uh, I used to enjoy going to a premiere from time to time. And then during the during uh, Pando, they uh, <laughs> they would uh, Pando. they would mail me boxes of like swag and alcohol and sometimes dinner, like all these things just to get you to post about their movie. Yeah, you would please. do unboxings, right? Of the stuff they <laughs> yeah, sent you. Because I, I, I follow stuff. you. Yeah, yeah. All these years, I followed you, and you do all these unboxings of this sh these swag boxes. Yeah, and so I did that for a while, and then now it's sort of kind of back to, you know, it's now it's obviously not back to absolute normal because of the strikes, but... Um, you know, that's sort of... So now that they're not sending me those boxes anymore, it's like, am I still an influencer? Or <laughs> Right. Who did the best yeah. swag? Oh, my God. There were so many good ones. There was, it was crazy, like, uh, a streamer that I don't want to name right now because I really uh, am, like, trying to adhere to the, the SAG after a strike rules. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but one of the streamers... 
straight up sent me like a box that was the size of a small refrigerator full of stuff, and one of them was like a uh, a projection TV. What? <laughs> and a giant sheet to put on the wall to project onto wow. it. Like that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. That's they just nuts. send you this most expensive stuff, and I don't know why anyone would subscribe to that streamer because I posted a picture of me getting that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't uh, make sense. There's a real right? disconnect there. Uh, are you affected with the SAG Astra strike right now? Uh, you know, I can't, uh, you know. There's nothing to audition for or be asked to be in because as an actor, my career took this weird turn where I suddenly started playing myself in things. Right. You know, like there's a, you know, a weird version of me on that show, You're the Worst. And then I was also on a few episodes of Trailer Park Boys. But you're always being like that, done. Being me, yeah. Right. So I just get the call, you know, yeah. do you want to do this or not? And then, but I'd also still audition sometimes for things. But now it's all just, uh, you know, none of that is happening. But it's not like I. It's not like I could sit here going, I'm out of work because as a actor or comedian, I might not have worked at any point during this time anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can still do stand-up. I can still it's, podcast. It's not as much fun to play the woe is me card when uh, you're like, well, it may not have. <laughs> not me. I well, may have been doing the exact same thing anyway. That's the big problem with the strike is that uh, huge celebrities that are rich are just sitting and waiting for it to end right. instead of stepping up and you know doing something about it. You know, and George Clooney and some of his pals got together and decided to help out by trying to start some some fund or something. Oh, they call it Ocean's Eleven, right? Do they? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they're up to 14 They go now. around Vegas to pay everybody off. They're, they're getting together to vote today, aren't they? Yeah, today is more, uh, well, more negotiating, I guess, is going to continue okay. today. But it's just insane, like these... The people that are deciding to uh, keep this strike going are the producers that are, you know, at these big companies. The the heads of these companies are making, you know, three hundred eighteen million dollars a year, mm. and they won't give up two percent of that to the. Uh, that's what SAG after is asking for. It's just two percent more. Uh, from what they have now. They just feel like if we give anything, then we've we've lost. Yeah, and they also don't, you know, they also want to use AI. Like, right, everybody right, that steps right. on a set now, well, yeah, they make you industry. sign away your image. Yeah. Like, they could do anything they want with it. Our industry, we're lucky. We have a, an owner who is old school and likes voices and local. But this is an industry where they're more and more they are training machines just to do the talking. Because machines don't take vacations or ask to be treated well or need and uh, yeah so it's uh, it we'll see how long this 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 lasts uh, uh, Doug is here because tonight you're doing stand up at Cap City Comedy Club that's right and then tomorrow you're doing Doug Lowe's movies mm-hmm. did you have any idea when you started Doug Lowe's movies that it would become the joggernaut <laughs> that it has become well I didn't even the first time I said do you want to do a pod someone asked me do you want to do a podcast I didn't even know what a podcast was do you realize that you're one of the OG podcasters yeah. Yeah. do you have that in your head that's what I was thinking about this yeah. morning is I was like oh I remember when podcasting was first happening and when comics were finding what to do with the space yeah and I was like, yours is one of the originals that I subscribed to when I was driving from gig to gig to gig all across the country that I was listening to on a regular basis. And I was like, that is 
a huge. I wasn't married. <laughs> I didn't have kids. Yeah. I had hopes and dreams and aspirations. There were like three people doing podcasts. And I seventeen years. You're an o, you're an OG on that. Yeah, this company, these guys tried to start their own podcast company called they they were like called Handheld Comedy, and the idea was, you know, hey, uh, we'll just get some comedians to do podcasts and we'll post them uh, on our site, and then uh, me and the guys that I got together with to produce my podcast uh, just started, uh, you know, with all the uh, iTunes and all of that, and that handheld comedy thing went away pretty quickly because yeah, I couldn't, yeah. couldn't figure out how to make any money. Right, it. right. It was me and Jimmy Pardo and a couple other sure. uh, shows. And um, <clears throat> yeah, but now over all these years, you know, uh, the show like, you know, hit a real big high at one point and then now it's on a decline because of the just sh sheer number of podcasts and every famous uh, jerk out there uh, with a f few minutes to, to spare uh, is, you know, starting a podcast. So now it's like the, you know... All these famous people have podcasts. It, that is a tough thing to compete mm -hmm. with because for a long time, podcasting was this idea of, oh, I can beat the gatekeepers. I can end around. And if I've got talent and something to show, I can work on it and find my own base. Well, and, my friends it, were all like, I'll do your little podcast. And now that now <laughs> those friends that are famous have a podcast. Right, right, like, right. They acted like, oh, they were uh, slumming to do a podcast as a guest. And now... Uh, they have their own podcast, and I and I'd be well, very lucky to even get on one of them. Right. Well, we're, imagine us too. We were doing radio, and comics <laughs> yeah. would come in the morning, and go, "Oh, I'll do your radio show," yeah. and then they, oh, all, they all were doing their own radio, radio show. and now they all do. <laughs> I know it's the most ironic thing. Is You've that never irony? been that way, though. You've always been very cool to any, I guess, outlet. And one of the things I even wrote you because I don't know if it was your intention in the beginning. But you created this platform where you gave exposure to tons and tons of comics out there who got a huge uh, leg up because of, like, Doug Loves Movies. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know if that was one of your original... Your original intention might have just been somebody's asking me to do a podcast, so I'll try to figure it out. And but yeah, it, it I turned out guests, to be, so I have... But it know, turned out to be this great thing. As it built up, guess. it was this incredible place for comics to go and not only go and get some exposure, but they could build their own fan bases inside of Doug Loves Movies, especially a lot of the a lot of our favorites, too, like uh, Daniel Van Kirk, who's incredible and, and yeah. it was so funny. And I met him because of your podcast, oh, you know, yeah. uh, and doing his incredible Mark Wahlberg impressions. <laughs> yeah. and, um, but, it was, you know, you could get exposed to all that. And I don't know if that was one of your intentions, but it, it, it seemed to work out for you. Yeah, no, it worked out nicely that uh, I was able to help uh, launch people, you know? It was a, it's a good feeling. Do you, do you feel like those people, now they've launched into all their own things, do they invite you on their podcasts, or, or are they have uh, they forgotten how they got with Some do and some don't, because some think that I don't want to do other people's podcasts, because I, I do find it to be, uh, you Tedious. know, it's a little uh, eating your own tail, you know? Yeah. Because it's just um, all the same people doing all the same things right. together all right. the time, you know. So, like, I cut back on being a guest on podcast to try to focus attention on the, you know, the ones that I make. Because I still have, you know, three podcasts yep. at this point. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably one or two too many, but uh, and one's on Patreon. I do getting Doug with High on uh, Patreon, uh, so that's just subscriber. Do you only. have a favorite out of the ones you're doing now? 
No, because they all have different, uh, you know, different things I like about them. The thing I've been doing lately that I'm excited about, and, uh, you know, I've done it at some film festivals here over the years, is the Benson movie interruption yep. is uh, kind of uh, making a little bit of a comeback because... Uh, uh, it seems to be more of an appetite out there to see me and some of my friends like just talk throughout a movie, and uh, so we're doing more of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to get to do one of those during I think South by Southwest or something. Mm-hmm. It was like Hannibal Burst was on there, and me and I think maybe. Yeah, we how- watched um, uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Is that what it was? I think okay. so, because Hannibal kept saying, this is too good to make fun of. I'm just going <laughs> <I'm laughs> to watch this movie. <laughs> like, You'll shut up. One. I'm enjoying the movie. Yeah, yeah. What do we need these jokes for? This is already fun. Yeah, those were always a blast. I can't remember the name of a... Like, I watched two movies this weekend, and I don't remember the names of either of them. Ooh, let's play. Uh, you want to <laughs> yeah. play? Describe. Yeah. On TV, uh, or you didn't go to the motion picture house? I did not go the to the cinema. motion picture house. Okay, one of them was uh, the kid from E.T. Henry Thomas. Damn. Damn, you're good. Damn it. I should have put a contest together Henry for Thomas, you. <laughs> Stephen King. Yeah. Can you give me the movie? Was he, Henry Thomas was still youngish? No. Oh, adult Henry Thomas. Adult Henry Thomas, Stephen King. Is he in The Boogeyman? No, he's in... Pet Cemetery, The Awakenings, or something. Oh, not even the good Bloodlines. One. Bloodlines. Is this okay. the one with Dave Duchovny? That's him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's him. Yeah. This is the one yeah. without the Ramones song. It's like the prequel to Pet Cemetery. Right. And this is the amazing yeah. thing about Doug. If somehow you've been living on a rock and you don't know about Doug already, you're just a movie fan. You like to get high and watch movies, I love and you movies. put it, you put it together in this podcast, <laughs> and then. But your knowledge and your that's what was always fun about the podcast is some people have that recall instantly. It's insane how well they can do with it. Do you judge somebody if they don't if they can't if they don't love movies the way that you do? <laughs> no, not at all. I you know, I, it makes me feel like I, you know, even though it's a dumb area to be smart in, trivia, you know, it still feels good to you know, be able to fill in the blanks for people right. and stuff. So here's the other movie I watch, and this is how I have to say it. Okay. The girl plays Katniss. Yeah. Oh, no hard feelings. Yeah, that was it. Wow, Jesus Christ! Damn, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that movie. I really liked it. It's Jennifer a stupid. Lawrence is really fun. It's a ridiculously stupid rom com kind of thing, but it was it was really enjoyable, and it was. Kind, I mean, you know, it's one of those movies where about four minutes into it, you're like, oh, this is what's going to happen in this movie. Like, I know, yeah. I know the yeah. whole plot. Formula. Yeah. But yeah. I saw it at the obvious. theater. She's fun to watch. Um, the kid who's in it is funny. My wife had a really hard time watching it because she's like, that's, that's our son. And I'm like, mm. yeah, that's clearly our <laughs> 100%. That's our, our son. You, you can't afford to hire I Jennifer Lawrence. I can't hire someone to, <laughs> to deflower him. Child. So, so he's just going to be, he's just going to be lost and living with his mom anyway. But, uh, <laughs> for uh, toxic Tuesday, you want to do toxic Tuesday? One of the ladies came up with a, uh, do you, what was it? Yeah, oh, we you, can do a toxic want, Tuesday. He, I'm fine with toxic Tuesday or talking movies. I just, I well, I just thought it would be interesting because, uh, Breakfast Club came up with the idea. What, what what did you say 
earlier? The first thing that I said? Yeah. I said, how much does... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get you when... Is that... What candy is that? You going You going full candy? What no, is that? No, I'm eating bread. <laughs> it's my breakfast. I don't, I don't understand that. <laughs> like, to, like, is that what that, you were missing right? nutrition-wise? Or? I don't know. It's the first thing I thought of this morning. I mean, it's what a muffin <laughs> is, but it's got blueberries It's and just sugar. one slice of sandwich bread? It was two slices was of bread. Baggy, yeah. In a Ziploc baggie. <laughs> that is... It's really good bread, though. But Ducks are is, jealous right now. It just right feels now. like you brought that to feed an animal. <laughs> yeah. Some squirrels or something. That is... That girl breakfast, you should start your own thing there, because that is almost sad. I know. No butter or anything? I thought, well, I was like, how am I going to bring butter to the studio? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like I, like, I was like, maybe we should bring some jam. I, how am I going to... Like, I'm not going to be like, okay, be right back. I've Go got- to the kitchen and cook up a toast. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> it's Do whatever you want. Weird. Like what, was your, what was your uh, Toxic Tuesday? You were saying that... Uh, the first one that I said was, was how mu- much does music taste matter in a relationship or when okay. you try to get in a relationship? Well, tailor it a bit, but is it... Should should entertainment tastes... Well, I mean, yeah, there was the recent study where I think like 60% of women, if they heard you listen to Joe Rogan or something, they, they're turned off. <laughs> like they don't swipe... They're not going to swipe right on you or something really? like that. So it really matters to some people. How many I women change said, my dating profile? I was going to say, <laughs> how many women, if they find out you listen to Doug Loves Movies, <laughs> I'd will say, swipe? I'd say all of them. You know what the bulk of the Douglas movies audience is now? It's couples where one of them listens and the other one doesn't. Yeah, that's and yeah. the other one that doesn't. I keep, you know, when I know that that dynamic's going on, I keep looking, checking in on them. Like, does this make any sense to you? Because there's so many in jokes and so well, many things that have developed over the years. Well, it's almost twenty years now. That it's a there's weird, so much it. You know, it's Do you a look weird at your inside demos? joke show kind of. You it's, know? What's the male to female? Oh, it's got to be, like, whenever I look at my socials, like, on Instagram, how it'll tell you, like, yeah. what percentage is women, it's sad. Like, I, <laughs> it's, like, sad how many women follow me. Like, it's it's really a dude. You know, the, the movie trivia is kind of a dude's lane. Yeah. The, you know, getting high and being super open about it's sort of in the dude's lane. You know, like, for some reason, I've just sort of attracted more of a uh, young dude following uh, but I feel like when I've gone to your live podcast, it's very heavy lady. It seems like it, but I think a lot of them are there with their, their man. They've been brought. They've been brought there. I Baby, mean, you got to see this you guy. Can... incredible. <laughs> and you can't win them over there? <laughs> I, they do. They do end up liking it, but I don't know if that means they're going to start listening to yeah. it. Because also, that's another thing that kind of killed podcasting, at least the, for a show like mine, is... Um, that that uh, people aren't driving as much like the mm-hmm. like people really used to listen to it in their car right and uh, now that they're driving less uh, you know their their whole life is ch- you know if you're just sitting at home like who listens to podcasts at home I mean I guess people do but it seems like a weird thing for me to just turn on a podcast and sit around it in the house the average commute it. in Austin used to be around twenty five minutes the average commute now and this is average. So don't get mad if you have a really long one. But the average commute now is like seven or eight minutes. Well, you've also got the is, longest morning rush hour. Like there's well, like cars helpful. start yeah six a.m. here. Like even early. Yeah. Like there's just there's tons of traffic, but it's like spread out now through the morning because people don't have a specific time. Like I used to stay downtown in a hotel where you could just see the highway. Right. And it used to be every morning it was just a mess all morning long, and now it's moving. 
all right. morning long. There's a lot of cars, I know. but they're moving. But it makes me, I got, we had to do a broadcast about a week and a half ago downtown. And I left my house like an hour early so that I could place <laughs> yeah. it. It took me seven minutes, and I was furious. <laughs> yeah, furious. But I mean, and it should be a good thing, except it's so bad for our business. And I was like, something. We need to start a construction project. We need an accident. <laughs> something has, to, and it's a really greedy thing to be mad about. Uh, would you? Would you date some? Would you drop? Would you stop dating somebody if you, you thought they had terrible m- movie tastes? I probably wouldn't get involved with them in the first place. Real? Okay. Probably. What's but, terrible music? But also, well, that's the other thing is I don't care what other people like. Like, I've gotten to a point where if somebody likes something, good for them. I'm happy that that movie, because I like movies so much, I'm happy that that movie that I didn't like it, it makes somebody else happy. You know, I just don't necessarily want to luxuriate in conversations with somebody who, who has wildly... <laughs> How about this one? Oh. Like, I don't want to sit around arguing about it, you know? So, like, me and my girlfriend, if one of us likes a movie and the other doesn't, it, it doesn't become That's just a, the end of it? It doesn't become a thing. It's just sort of, I liked it. I didn't. Okay. Can movies or music be more po- polarizing in a relationship? Music, I, I think. I think music. Music's been, really, yeah. I mean, I Because you're in the car together. Yeah, That's I was the dating thing. One, one woman, and I had, like, the... The nice R&B music going, you know my vibe. You know the music I'll put on. And then she switched it to some pop country song and then, you know, yeah. tried to get romantic. And I was like, uh, I don't I don't know. But nowadays, like, you can't even really, you're not dating any woman if you're not into the pop country or EDM. And forbid, God forbid, if you don't like Taylor Swift, that's right. over. You're not getting any that's woman. Universal. You're not getting any. Uh, she is just a phenomenon. Like, like she's always been big, but now this, this last thing, that this movie, the movie, the concert movie is almost as long as Killers of the Flower Moon. Like, it's like, yeah. it's yeah. like two and a half hours yeah. long. And uh, they say that the uh, people in the audience sing along. Yeah. I don't go to a live concert to hear people sing along. I don't go to a movie concert to hear people sing along. Like, I, just the idea of it drives me crazy, but I'm, I'm glad for those people that they're having that much fun with it. You know, good for them, but I, I'm i not into it. It's that. wild that Scorsese's going to get beat out in the box office. He did. He got, yeah, yeah, past yeah. And he got beat out. No, and I mean, she's a failure because she didn't make $100 million the first week. <laughs> no, she, I mean, there was a story that I read. It was like, oh, they only did $90 million the first week. They were projecting 100 And I'm going, oh, Taylor Swift finally is a failure. But she did it outside the studio system, yeah. too, though. So well, like it's, it's, show, it's showing this these studios we're striking against. It's showing them that uh, a movie can make have a ninety million dollar weekend without their help at all. And I felt like and I was reading the story that they were shooting it. It was what did it take less than a month to put that? They, they shot that pretty recently. The concert film? Yeah. Yeah, they just shot. Like, I'm sure they a just shot a bunch of nights of the concert yeah. and just edited it together. Still, it came out a lot quicker than I thought it was. You're, yeah. you're, it's just no, a three-hour music video. She's like, you know, I I was a big enough fan of Taylor Swift that I'm on, you know, now I'm on email lists and stuff where, like, I get Taylor Nation updates and stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 Taylor Nation, baby. And, and she is just on top of, like, it's just a machine. Like, hey, tonight at midnight, you can get this new shirt. Oh, my know? God. They, Marketing. You know, that kind of crap. All the vinyl like, variants. Like, she's doing and... it herself, you know? She's like... Well, let's be careful. I don't think she's doing it herself. Well, yeah. I but think, you know I mean? There's a, yeah. there's a machine behind her. And that machine is helpful. We come up with lots of great ideas here. 
We don't we have sit a machine. Down for an, and, but at the end of the hour <laughs> no of creating machine. that idea, we're exhausted. We go get tacos. Just the three of us. And then like three months later, we're like, hey, are, remember that thing we were supposed to do? Yeah, how, oh, yeah, how come that, no one picked that up and ran with it? Effort, <laughs> uh, energy, don't want to do it. Do you yeah, could, I mean, she's got like these, you know, secret code messages to her fans and her songs. Did you go to the big LA shows? I didn't go to, I didn't see a single show this year because the last tour that she did before that, I saw a few of the shows because I really do enjoy, you know, her poppier music. Like since she she came out of the country mode, um, I've enjoyed her very much. And I, you know, almost dare to call myself a Swifty. Like I saw a bunch of shows on. It's a fun thing that not everybody does. You have a lot of tastes that I think people wouldn't expect about you. Yeah. 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 So I, so I went to a few of the shows on the last tour, but you know, I'd either go by myself or like, you know, my girlfriend would go with me, but like, uh, two tickets, it's like four or five times as much. the price has gone up so much yeah. for another stadium show that everyone is filming the entire time and then posting. So if you go on the internet, you can watch any moment of a show from the night before. Every mistake. You don't have every to be moment. there. Yeah, you no know, time. She, the trap door didn't open. She dives into the stage. And, uh, and they show it all. And I knew they'd make a really cool concert movie out of it. I just knew I had it in my bones. Like, from, you knew it was coming, From yeah. the start of this tour and how expensive tickets were. That nosebleed seats are 600 to to $1,000. Yeah. To sit so retail. far away from her, like get watch it on TV and sit two feet away. What do you think about the sphere <laughs> where the artist is is beneath the graphics and the? It's too much. The it's, video, like like you too, it like it's the 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 talent. What were mm-hmm. weed smokers though? Like all of that stimulation on the screen. Oh, I mean, is that I mean, I'm sure but it's fun is, to watch, but like, do you, come on. Need, I, do you I, even need the band on stage? Like, like you two well, seems like... that's what like, doing, is they're like putting on a whole big show yeah. that they're not there. Like, it's just... <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> yeah, they're like holograms or whatever. Right. right. You know, and it's just like, because they're, they're old and like, they can have holograms of their younger selves and their voices are probably still fine. So they like do these live performances where they're not even at, at the facility that everybody's watching it at. <laughs> I don't know. It's like half a million to advertise for a day at that thing. Oh, the sphere? And like six or seven hundred for a week. I, it's super cool looking thing. Uh, you know, uh, I, enjoy, just, I enjoy it aesthetically, but. It's just sad to me to see a band like U2 say what you will about U2, but what, you know, at one point, one of the biggest bands in the world, they're on this stage. You, nobody's really even looking at them. But did we ever so like. Tiny. Did we ever like looking at the band? Well, that Adam well, Clayton's kind of dreamy, you know what I and, mean? And Bono but, has, like, you know, charisma. Yeah. I guess, but he, there was... He wanders around and stares off intently. <laughs> that can be... You know what I mean? You know, he, like, walks to the edge of the stage and just sort yeah. of look out, like, not looking at anybody yeah. specifically, right. just With taking in the fly whole... Hey, that's how Michael Jackson world. started his tour. He would just pop out and stand there for, like, ten minutes and oh. look at everybody. And Taylor Swift does it, too. Like, when she first appears, she just stands there and takes what? in the applause for a while. She got it from Michael. I saw Harry Styles <laughs> a couple <laughs> months ago. It bothers him so much because he's my, just like, I Michael... It, so. I did it for my wife. It was, like, the worst production I've ever seen, the worst sound I've ever heard. That It doesn't... Nothing. There's no interaction with the band. But his 90-minute show, he probably mugged for 30 minutes. He's putting in a solid 60 minutes because he mugged for like 30 minutes of that 90 minutes. Like yeah. That's a pretty good gig. <laughs> to have to just do, just do... And really, he didn't even really have to do an hour. He could have just waved from the side of the stage for 90 minutes and everybody would have been happy. 
That's how it is. Where are we it, going? That, that's how it is when a Doug shows. Is it? Just all those <laughs> no, dudes. No content. You just, they're lost girlfriends. <laughs> a lot of waving. Just waving. and. It would be yeah. fun to do uh, getting Doug with high at the sphere and then just put all kinds of visuals and crazy weirdness up on the, the screen. Yeah, but it just dwarfs like... You know, it's just a conversation. I know. You know, <laughs> like, but also, isn't maybe that maybe if we were talking through megaphones or something? Isn't that what that whole experience is? Though it doesn't need to be considered a concert. You're at that point. You're a band playing live music to the sh- the other show that people are watching, and that's okay. Yeah. No, it's, I think you know, it's like there's good. all those Cirque du Soleil shows that like use the catalog of some yeah, artist. Like and I, I enjoy that very. That's much. That's really good. Love is really good. Yeah, and th- those things are fun. Like like O is like the best Cirque du Soleil show in Vegas, I think. But the music is all new agey and yeah. not by a specific artist, so you can't like can't really hum along in your head mm. or anything, you know. Uh, so that I like those ones where they use. Uh, that's probably another thing that'll happen is a Taylor Swift uh, Cirque du Soleil show. Now, Doug, you got, <laughs> you got some show business clout, Doug. I was thinking, I was talking to my wife yesterday. We get somehow, we get Gilmore and Waters to, to start talking again. Mm. We get Pink Floyd in the sphere. I know they're not all alive. There's what? I think there's three of them left. You get Pink Floyd in the sphere with... with Hypnosis graphics well, yeah, I mean, and all that. Had, I mean, name your they price. They already had the floating pig. Or Take whatever. all my money, right? <laughs> you know, they How were we already into that kind of stuff. Roger Waters had the floating pig that last time. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, he did. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He put on a pretty Earlier good show. Year, Wait, year? so which ones? The, which one of those guys is a good guy? Are they? We don't know <laughs> why they're tell. fighting. We don't, I don't know, know why they can. You know what I mean? Because one of them's got to be okay, and the other ones they can't even speak to each other. They are some bad blood. Yeah. I mean, so bad that they could literally reunite and name their price. Kind of like the Beatles could have at one point, right? But also, what what do they need money for? Like they've got plenty of money, do they? You know, well, I like to think so. I like to think these people that are, uh, you know, in music and that rich don't really need to. I guess to do it, but yeah, those the 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 endless, you know, kisses out there now with their this is the last uh. one. How about like, all the tours oh, that where they're canceling now? Like poor Bruce, you know, even like he had to take a knee. He did. This, yeah, he, the whole twenty, the rest of twenty twenty three is postponed, and that happened a month ago. And uh, I just because he's too old? Or? No, he's got some kind of. Uh, he's got a uh, ulcer. He got peptic ulcer. He's too old. So yeah. that's he let's hurt Bob's feelings. It's just because he's too. Well, old. Well, no, but a lot of <laughs> bands they, they go out and then they can't. They can't finish their obligations. I think Springsteen was super into that uh, Broadway run that he did where he's just in a Broadway theater every night. It's yeah. got to be so much better yeah. than getting and, on a road or whatever. You know, and being and being it's like a helicopter home. people that are yeah. all just super into it. Yeah, And quiet. It's yeah. manageable. They're sitting. It's re- they're, You yeah. know you're being listened you to. You yourself take. People aren't there with their <laughs> cell phones and yelling. It was so funny because I, I did. I went to one of those. Did you see it on Broadway? I didn't know. And and people at the beginning, they, he was starting this. You know, it's mostly well, it's all acoustic. It's him, just him, and he, yeah. he's playing, and the band start, and the and the audience is starting. He goes, "I, I got this." <laughs> <laughs> you know, relax, sit down. I got I got this for the next three hours or whatever it is. I don't need I don't need your clappy help. <laughs> I'm sure he has to say that every night. Yeah, because people love to. Freaking clap <laughs> at, at music! I don't get it. I don't get how excited they are to clap. You know, it just it. it I feel like a, and, and Europe has done some horrible things 
over the years. Uh, but I think that you're... Oh, mayonnaise on french fries. Uh, well, I was thinking of the Holocaust, but oh, okay. sure, sure, mayonnaise <laughs> on french fries. But the clap is a very kind of northern European thing where we right. you clap along, and it is frustrating. And most audiences happens. can't keep the beat anyway. They're not good yeah, at it. It's just a mess. It's just... I don't get it. I don't. I don't like it. I don't want it. Well, now there's like artists that are just going on long speeches or reciting stuff from their own books now. That's what he did a couple of weeks ago. Apparently, he just started sat, reading from, from his, his book. book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, man. you got to keep up with Taylor Swift somehow. I, well, I don't know if that's the way to do it. No, <laughs> I think Roger Waters should have dove into the stage so it looked like he was swimming underneath it. I'm not sure. I will say, though, that Roger Waters show we saw was really good. And yeah, I expected. Production value was super high. I did not expect it to be that good. I expected to really leave there hating what I had seen, and I didn't. So good, good. for them. Good. Good for them. But then my wife made me go, and this is getting back to the toxic Susie. My wife made me go to Sting, and it was. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> well, you also went to Dave Matthews for your wife as well. Well, because she's an idiot, and all of her music <laughs> tastes suck. So it can work out between a man and a woman. I feel like it has to. Do you make her go see your music? Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. No. A little bit of progress. Because you just don't go see your music. And if or- I do, I want to enjoy the show, right. and I won't be able to enjoy it because she doesn't know how to have fun for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She goes, this is... I don't... I mean, but it just, <laughs> you and you really do like this? Like, that, those, those. What was the, the last thing you took her to that she had that uh, reaction? Uh, uh, Jelly Roll Morton. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly Roll Morton. No, you took her to one. <laughs> you weirdo. One artist where she, she wants to see Dave Massey's band, and you're. <laughs> I'm trying to remember anything that I've taken her to. Well, though. she thought the artist was somebody else, but until she heard the songs played at whatever concert you took her. She didn't. She was like, "Oh, this is so." Oh, she thought it was no, no, no. That's it. My my wife told me that she hated Bruce Springsteen, but that she loved John Cougar Mellencamp, and I was like, "That's weird," because most people are the opposite. And she said, "No, no, no. I don't. Bruce Springsteen's really boring. John Cougar Mellencamp is great." And then I started playing music, and she was like, see, this is good. And I was like, honey, this is Bruce Springsteen. And then I would play for her the Mellencamp stuff, and she was like, no, this is Bruce Springsteen. I was like, oh, you've had these two artists reversed. Like, that's how bad at music you are. You don't even know who you're listening to. And that Jack and Diane song needs the clapping. Yes, it does. (laughs) Clapping is the song. Incredibly, incredibly true. Matt and Bob, powered by myself, Chewy, Doug Benson, of course, here and at Cap City. Did anyone see this weekend, did they go see the, the Killers of the Flower Mound Moon? No, and I would used to be a Scorsese dude. I would run, not walk. It's the first Anything movie. that he did, but I think some things he's done on TV and stuff have kind of taken his value down. It is I the mean, he's first movie. Great American filmmaker. In a very long time. That I go, oh, I saw the, the, and I was like, I want to go see that in a theater even. I want to go. But I haven't gotten there. And then there's that fear. If I don't see it, I mean, I don't really want to say it's going to be, ru- it's it's based on historical events. It's not like it's going to get ruined, ruined. Yeah. But I don't, I just don't want to hear anything about it. I want to be able to go and see it. Well, I also don't, don't need wanna... any of the details that come out during that three and a half hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Is it that long? Like, I'm going to have to think too much. He has much. a nerve to complain about Marvel movies. Wait, it's three and a half hours? And then, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's so long. Oh, I don't. Did you see it? Uh, uh-uh. uh. 
I don't know if I can do three. I watched The Irishman on Netflix, and uh, that was too long to watch on TV. I I had to watch it in installments, and I didn't enjoy a minute of it. <laughs> no, it wasn't like I thought it was going to be. It's not the de-aging not thing, like ca- taking old guys and then de-aging them. Like, what? Who needs that? I'm with Doug on that one. Like, oh, just that play. You're already a famous old guy. Go ahead and play old guys. You don't. We don't need the de-aging thing unless it's a time travel movie or something. And even then, cast somebody that looks like the person younger. Here's why I didn't run True. out. And a see lot of Flower. famous actors have children that could play the their their own children. Right. It's too long. <laughs> I'm going to have to think too much. And Leo's in it. What's wrong oh, with you're Leo? Anti-Leo? Come I don't, on. I don't care for Leo. Why really? not? What do you like? Maybe him? I tolerated him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The Departed. Because that was good. It's envy. He doesn't like anyone who 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 gets more ladies than he does. No, I don't. Yeah, it's I exactly don't, what it is. No, I just I, there's something about Leo that. His life bothers too me, easy and I don't, along the way, and that ma- that makes you maybe, angry. maybe, maybe. I feel like he doesn't have to act. Like every movie is, he's just Leo. You seen Gilbert Grape? <laughs> oh come on, you got to go back. How are you going to go 40, 50 years back? Okay, it's yeah. thirty, yeah. and he was incredible. <laughs> Who could do that? <laughs> Nobody could do it. He, I think he's a good actor, but I, you know, he's also a movie star, he's so a, he has to be like the the main character and everything. Take I, a I, find risk. It, I find it weird that he doesn't take any supporting roles. He's always the the main character. Never takes a risk, and somehow I don't know why Scorsese has hitched his star to wagon to Leo's star, but he has. I Did guess. Scorsese do that Revenant movie? Was that Scorsese as well? I liked the Revenant. Yeah, it was cool. I thought Bro, that was a good movie. Leo I enjoyed and that. Django. I mean, I'm sure you enjoyed Revenant just to see Leo get uh, uh, molested by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> you must have laughed at that scene. But I saw it in the preview, so I felt like I didn't need to. Right. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't... Somebody yeah. ruined a movie for you, Chewy? Yeah, and I hate knowing, you know, a lot of these based on true story movies like you were talking about earlier. I don't know if sometimes you want to know the real thing, but this this IG character guy kind of ruined this this movie for me. And I'll play the clip here because... Mm-hmm. It's kind Wait, of are you getting ready to ruin a like movie visuals. for all of us? I like audio. Maybe I don't even know if this is one of y'all's favorite movies, what but movie? I mean, it's a classic sports movie. Oh, uh, Rudy is more historically inaccurate than The Blind Side. Joe Montana said that Rudy <laughs> stopped showing up to Notre Watch Dame for football Curse events Rudy. because him and all of his teammates would just roast Rudy because he made a movie that was historically inaccurate about his life. Joe Montana was the quarterback of this Notre Dame team. And he didn't put his jersey on top of the coach's desk so that Rudy could play. Did Rudy get in the game? Yes. Did he get a sack? Yes. Was the entire stadium chanting Rudy, Rudy, Rudy? Hell no. And I'm sorry, Notre Dame football. I know you need a win to start the season, but this ain't going to be it. Joe Montana did say that players on the Notre Dame football team did actually carry Rudy off the field after the game. But the guys who carried him off the field were the biggest pranksters on the team. It was a bit. The whole thing was a bit. Like, Rudy was the butt of the joke. He was the (laughs) shtick. His teammates were like, how funny would it be to carry Rudy off the field for getting one sack? And then Rudy was like, wow, my life is a movie. (laughs) I still get, just from having seen Rudy, I got got all of that. Really? It doesn't feel like any of that really happened. Like you, when you're watching it, but I like feel it's like so, boxing, it's such a Hollywood thing. Boxing movies and sports movies always fall into the formula. 
It's boxing always the movies, same formula. Like, if you watched a boxing movie, like if you're an alien and you came down to Earth and you watched a boxing movie, you'd be like, I cannot wait to see boxing in person. Right. And then you watch two guys that are exhausted, barely punching each other, just trying to wait for the bell. You know? Like... like Remember that Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, fight movie yeah, yeah. where like Fighter, people are fuck, people are dying in the ring like <laughs> because the punches are so hard. It's crazy. Like like Rocky really amped up the like how loud yeah. punches are in boxing movies. Like if right. you were sitting there live, you'd actually hear the punches. You know, <laughs> instead of like the nice little soft uh, gloves hitting soft faces. I want to know what other movies can be ruined for me now based on a true story. Because I always assume that they're pretty, they're as accurate as they can be. Are you kidding? I guess it's, it's got to be entertaining. It's insane the changes they make just for for creative reasons, but also just for like logistical reasons or or story reasons. Like they'll just you also have to remember make if, up the weirdest stuff. If they say that this is an official movie. That means you're not going to see the truth because, yeah, because that means the families, the estates involved, and like they, the nobody eldest. wants to be. Nobody wants their real life on screen. They want their Hollywood. Life. Nobody they, wants. You, nobody wants everyone to know what an absolute prick they really are. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about that because I've read that <laughs> I'd read that uh, what's it, the guitar player? What's his name? Uh, Brian May. Brian May was complaining that he goes, oh, that, even though they were part of the production. I and know, but it's he goes, so good. He goes. I I can't believe they only told half of the story. These yeah. Queen went on after. Yeah, yeah. All oh, those amazing things they've done. He was really upset. Just He's like hiring the, a good singer and playing ends, all those songs. The movie, the movie ends, ends too soon. Half, only halfway through the Queen story. It's like I, Brian. It was so weird to me how how much hype and awards uh, Bohemian Rhapsody got, and then Rocket Man was a million times better. better yeah. Same director even, but just better. And, uh, you know, everyone went, man, we don't care, you know, because Elton John's still alive. Five. His, you know, his drug story isn't that tragic because he clearly got past it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but we don't want true redemption like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, it was boring. a true musical, too, with people dancing in the streets and stuff. And people yeah, hate that kind of thing. They do. They do. It's true. But, they, it, but it made it more fun because, you know, okay. He does a good Freddie. He makes Freddie, good Freddie Mercury faces. Yeah. But it'd be more entertaining to watch a Freddie Mercury show than the stuff they show in, like Bohemian Rhapsody has long concert sequences. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, well, we could just watch Freddie Mercury do that it. Wasn't, didn't they it change did, the timeline a lot in that movie too? I think so. I'm I'm sure sure they they always have to do that to yeah. make things convenient for story because our brains work in certain methods yeah. to accept story. And life isn't that convenient. It's no. more complicated and convoluted. We need and, people and, to die quick in the movies too, at a certain time in yeah. the movie. Oh, that need. Oh, we yeah. don't need to see a prolonged. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but you you need to get AIDS in the second act. Uh, <laughs> that's you need to you need to have that in the second act of your life, not in the first act. Okay. Are artist stories better told after they've passed? I think so. Yeah, I think that's the that's part of the appeal. Yeah, you know, like I can watch that. Uh, Johnny Cash movie was Joaquin Phoenix, even yeah. though you know he doesn't look anything like him. So, what uh, was the best rock? And your, what would, for Doug, what was the what's the best rock movie, documentary, or narrative ever made? Oh gosh, Spinal Tap. There's a that, yeah. that is a good one because it's it's funny how it's a documentary. It's a you know a mockumentary. It like started a genre of film, yeah, mm-hmm. but at the same time is is a great concert movie. Yeah, it you really know? is. Like because. You know, I, you ever see that movie Anvil? 
Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, you know, Anvil, the story of Anvil. So funny. It yeah, called. it's so. It, they just remastered and reissued it last year, I think. And uh, but it was. Uh, it, you know, it, it was Spinal, Spinal Tap got everything right. Right. You know, when you see a real band going out there, it's the same struggles and the same issues. Uh, yeah, all that. What about horror movies? Uh, this do you, uh, do any of you like pick I'm up not your a horror fan movie? Of that genre. My, this we month? were just talking about Talk to Me, the most recent A twenty four production. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I did. Yeah. What did you think? I I liked the energy of it, and I thought the actors were good. Like I thought the main actress was was appealing, and I was like, I you know, I'd, I'd see maybe another movie made by that director because I think he ha- had a good kind of flashy style. Mm-hmm. But that particular story ran out of steam before it was over for me. I didn't I didn't find it. But like, there's no other story. Like Hulu has a new movie out called The Slaughtering, and it's a sloth that's <laughs> killing people. Yeah. So I mean, I I kind of commend them for at least. Getting a little creative, right? No, it's it's a creative movie. I just didn't, you know, just the story just went in a direction that I just didn't like. Uh, you know, they kind of set up one thing and then it goes another. It's, I think way. it's hard to make a good horror movie anymore because there's either the desire for slash. And yeah, gore. there's genres now. <laughs> yeah, there's it's genres, but and you know that you're. You're generally getting that project because the studio doesn't want to spend a whole lot of money on something, so that and, you know, can hinder you a bit. And you can release it and uh, like get a great open yeah. weekend because the the youngsters are still mm-hmm. going to want to go because it's still a way I, to I liked, get close to someone. I right. liked the witch, but I that's going back. What that's is that? Five, years. six years. Now. That but, guy's made like three movies yeah, since. But I feel like it's hard for me to find horror because a lot of them I do get really. Bored very fast. It's so them. boring watching somebody walk around with or without a flashlight. Every every horror movie now has to figure out a way. Like there has to be a story point of why no one has cell phones because most situations that <laughs> right. happen in horror movies now, mm-hmm. a cell phone would really help. Now it <laughs> really was, get you out of that jam. <laughs> it was a decent movie. I can't get it beyond that. But I saw something recently with Justin Long in it. He's still around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And which one is it? Barbarian? Barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is fun because of the way they're doing it. I knew nothing about it. And then you get to a point, you're like, wait a minute. Is this going to be a movie where there's three smaller movies? Like, what? wait, what just happened? Because that movie takes such a quick turn. And then I very quickly started putting it together. And I was like, oh, okay. At least this is playing with the genre enough that's keeping me interested to the end. Uh, it, It also felt like a movie where someone was just like, uh, quick, 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 we have to end it. We have to end it. We have yeah, to end yeah. it. <laughs> it just ends and all you're like, wait a minute, that's the end of this movie? That, uh, that, I didn't, I wasn't seeing that. But it, it that when I, every I, horror movie these days has uh, fans and detractors. Yeah, I guess know? so. Like, it's, it's, it's stunning to me what can be gotten away with in that genre. Have, has anyone seen, and I swear I'd be mad at you if you have, has anybody seen <laughs> Skinnamarink? No. Yes. yes. I, did. I saw it. The whole thing? Yes. I it freaked me it. out. I didn't really like it. <laughs> I have a friend who really likes it. Skinner. Yes. One of my friends who likes like a diehard fan of people it. People like it. And like, I... I get it. It just wasn't for me. Two children wake up in the it. middle of the night to oh, find their father. You're making it sound a million times more exciting than it is. I didn't write these. No, I know. I'm saying, like, could you have a clip? Do you, can you find Can you run, a, can you run a trailer, a skinnamarink? A trailer or anything. I want to see Because look at the imagery in this movie. It's just like a shot for like 30 seconds. Then a different shot for 30 seconds. See this shot here? This is as clear as it gets. The entire oh, movie Bob's looks angry. like this. Bob's so mad It's right so now. infuriatingly oh, horrible and weird and boring. 
This is, somebody watched Eraserhead. See, this is cut, cutting quickly between each of these images. When you're watching the movie, each image you see is on screen for about a minute. And there's just these weird little noises and weird lighting. And it's about these two children what lighting? who are suddenly alone in a house that in suddenly has no windows or doors. So this is one of those kind of short film clip people that went big. But I had to explain to me afterwards, too, what was happening. Because the dialogue is unintelligible. Sometimes they have subtitles. It's so hard to tell what they're saying. <laughs> I mean, in trailer form, it's creepy, sure. But like, we're done with it in two minutes. I watched the whole 90 minutes of this. But it looks worse than 1993 TV definition. Did yeah, they? Yes. Oh, no. And whenever they show a TV, look, when they show a TV, it flickers, it flares and flickers like even that. Even the fluorescent lights are flickering. It's so bad. But people like it. Did they send Weird. you? Skinamarink also is it's uh, the name of a popular children's, children's TV in show in Canada. I used to sing that as yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah. Skinamarink-a-dinky-dink, Skinamarink-a-doo. I love you. So the movie has one less N in Skinamarink in the spelling <laughs> so the kids don't stumble onto it. What? Like, Wait, like kids know how to spell Skinnerink. So you like dig? Not accidentally you dig to the bottom of the Walgreens, uh, you know, DVD bin, or are you on Tubi? You no, watch Tubi, like, right? No, this was in this theaters. is like it was in theaters this a few months theaters. ago. It's streaming now on a major streamer. It came out in like January, I think. Yeah, that's crazy. And people really went and sat through it in a movie theater. The I only did. way I could have sat through it in a movie theater is at a draft house because I would just sit there and drink and eat the whole time. Like, that gets me through some really boring movies. But not October. Joe, you do still do Sober October? No, no, no. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Welcome. Because I was going to say, that, ha, that, that, then you're taking away your only crutch during these terrible times. But I also don't drink to, to get drunk anymore. I just, I just, you know, I just like a one good cocktail, and that's it. If, if, if one cocktail is good, why not go for nine? Because I, because how much my head will hurt the next yeah, day. Yeah, like I'm one and a half drinks and I'm hungover, and I say it's terrible. My horror movie hot take is I, I did not like Midsummer. Oh. oh. I don't know why. I I know why because it's long and boring. Thank you, thank you. I really you, liked you. it. I, yeah, really I know, liked I know. It. You love Bo is afraid. No, that's his new one. That's super long. What and was it? Uh, yeah, and it's. Um, Got real mixed reaction, but it did poorly at the box office. I think there was a part of me that liked Midsummer because it is something that really could. I don't like the supernatural so much, and I think I liked Midsummer because you could end up on a compound somewhere that's a cult. Yeah. Yeah, and it's things that happen in it are horrifying. I just wish it happened quicker, quicker. And, and was less graphic for me, you know? Because when something violent does happen, it's really, really violent. I didn't love Hereditary. I'm not a, a big fan of the guy. And he came and did, uh, We uh, one time I was at a festival here. Uh, I was at Fantastic, Fantastic Fest. Fest. And uh, we did a, a Doug Loves Movies. And Ari Aster, that director, came yeah. on. And he. this happens to me a lot. He got confused and thought he was going on getting Doug with High. So when one of my when one, was a problem, when one of my friends before the show said, "Hey, do you want to do a dab?" He was like, "Sure." And so he does a big dab hit, and then he comes out, and I start asking him about his movies, and we start playing trivia games, and he just kept saying, "Oh, I'm too high for this." <laughs> I didn't know that this that this was going to be that. I've, I've been on Doug Loves Movies with you when somebody is just too high to be there. Yeah, it happens. I think. People think, oh, it's going to be exciting. It'll be fun. 
But then you have to use your brain and process. You're like, this yeah. is not this is not sativa space right but now. But I'd say use your brain and understand the difference between the uh, titles Doug Loves Movies and Getting Doug with High. <laughs> like, clearly one of them's about one thing and the other one's about another. I couldn't be more specific. Uh, you spell it out, yeah. <laughs> Favorite horror movie before we go? Oh, well, I always go back to the first Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, but it's getting ruined by them making it over and over and again over, yeah. and every movie now I just watched a movie last night every movie now is like they pick a mask that looks creepy mm-hmm. and then that's what the killer wears through yeah. the whole movie is creepy mask and it's like yeah we get it masks are creepy it's so easy to just you know take a, a weird looking mask and make a whole movie out of it uh, I, I wish that they would stop doing that this one I watched last night it's a couple years old, but the uh, killer would use a 3D printer to make a mask of the person he was killing. But it's like so much effort for the person he's killing to be like, oh, that's weird, and then they die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he also play, he also puts pictures all over their house of whatever it is he thinks they've done wrong in their life, and it's just like w- you torture somebody for two minutes who's before you kill me? them. My dad, who's killing me? You know, you have to, and you feel like you have to give them. A reason, you know, you have to be showing them. Well, here's why I'm killing you. I mean, the, because you have a drug addiction, or you. But have, wouldn't it be better than to have them live so that they could go through some kind of punishment? Because yeah, you're releasing no, them with the death. Like instead, horrify them. He doesn't. Yeah, it, it scare them for a while. <laughs> I mean, he kind of kind of bugs them for a little while before he kills them. But he really goes goes for it. Too many. Horror movies are about murder, and not enough of them are about you having children. Uh, I think that is more horrifying, (laughs) is just movies about uh, she's pregnant, we're keeping it, and then, oh, my fun has gone away, I don't get to see my friends anymore. There should be Have you ever seen Cooties? No. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had Cooties? Cooties is fun, because it's uh, a bunch of teachers uh, who are trapped in a school because all the kids suddenly... (laughs) Are uh, turning into flesh-eating zombies. <laughs> so they lock themselves in a school, and so they're well, they're trapped in the school. And of course, cell phones are you know uh, out of out of reach because it's a school where they don't allow cell phones. Convenient. <laughs> That's convenient. So they have that yeah. convenient excuse. But it's a fun movie because these little kid actors are all just you know tearing the flesh out of uh, adults. Uh, because it, it, you you can't get it if you're past puberty. It only affects. <laughs> It only affects children before puberty. So, what? <laughs> so all the adults are fine, except for the fact that these kids want to, you know, tear their flesh off. Oh, Elijah Wood. I, I like teeth. And it's got a good cast: Rain Wilson, Allison Pill, and uh, uh, Jack McBrayer. And it's it's fun. It's a fun movie. I I don't know how it because during uh, October this year I'm seeing I'm forcing myself to watch a different horror movie every, every day. day it could be ones I've seen before but I'm mostly trying to you know find stuff that's new or torture myself by watching things like Skinamarink where <laughs> I wouldn't under any other circumstances sit through it except for that I've challenged myself <sighs> to do that and I'm sitting at home with my phone out live doing live commentary Oh, so that's okay. another thing that keeps me interested in these horror movies is I could sit there typing, this is dumb, this over, is, over and over, and over again. again during the boring parts. Go see our buddy Doug. He's at, tonight he's at Cap City Comedy. Uh, he's also going to be there with uh, Doug Mellard, who you heard on the show before, and some other guests. And then uh, secret surprise guests, you'll never know, until unless you show up uh, to Doug Loves Movies 
on Wednesday. Again, that's at Cap City as well. Uh, we got a good one. We got a, a recent transplant. You know how every comic wants to move to Austin. Yeah. Uh, Tone Bell lives here now. Yeah, hey. yeah. And uh, so he's going to be on tomorrow night. That's great. Tone's fantastic. And uh, and it's uh, he's he's great. I love him. Thanks, Doug, for being in here, man. We appreciate hey, seeing you. Good to be so back. Good.